Welcome to Best Picture Cast. I'm your host, Kieran B. I started a podcast, and you know all that. But today, we're not doing anything like that. There's no deep dives. There's no movies. There's nothing to go crazy about in the lengthy world of cinema. Today is draft day. We are going through our sub-50 percent movies on Rotten Tomatoes. If you know us, then you'll know that this is something we've done in the past, something we started at the very beginning of the podcast back in 2020. So this is our fourth annual sub-50 draft and tournament. And since doing our very first one, we made it a thing that we do on a regular basis. So it all started with the sub-50 and we keep the tradition alive. Joining me today, a a couple of seasoned veterans here with us, and I'll introduce first the man who won that very first sub-50 tournament with a little ditty called Roadhouse, and he's Grant Z. Grant. I... I'm so happy we're not going to talk about baseball this episode. No. Don't jinx it. No, I'm really, really glad to be here. And uh, hopefully I can recapture the magic as I did the first time around. Yes. Yeah, we, we do uh, several tournaments around here. And uh, the Sub-50, as I said, is kind of the first one in the, uh, the most timely tradition that we have here. Yep. But we do have a winner of, uh, of the sports tournament. It's the lone tournament that he's won. He is Artie B. Artie, that's one more than I've won. So congratulations on that. Thanks, man. Um, <laughs> these sub-50s are not my forte. Yeah, these are uh, these take a little extra a little extra grease on the hands here for this. Yeah, I, I have no feel for this. You could put grease all over me. <laughs> I'm not getting a hold of it. As I mentioned, we have different kinds of tournaments. We do our yearly horror fest, which is also a very competitive one that we have here. And then yeah. we have our genre tournaments. Maybe it's action, maybe it's animation, maybe rom-com. it's rom-com. Yeah. Uh, but it's the sub-50 where everything started. That, that kicked off the madness here with the drafting and yeah. the tournaments and all that. I feel like we... The genesis of it was like, you know, what, the fifth episode, mm. sixth episode, something like that? Yeah, I, I think it was probably the... Uh, the Broadway Melody. Yeah, the Broadway Melody, Gangs of Goodfellas. Yeah, that was, what, six or seven? Four. No, four was Crash. Yeah. Five was Shakespeare in Love. Six was yeah. Rebecca. So it was probably like seven. seven. Yeah. yeah. Seven or eight, yeah. Crazy. And, wow. Yeah, we didn't know what, what it was going to become, and then we gradually it just formed into itself into that kind of World Cup social media tournament which we'll have after the draft today. Yep. Yeah, it's been great. It, it, it's, a, it's a way to interact with, with the listeners and the followers and let them pick the movie that we're going to cover next. Yeah. And uh, pick the winner who can, can uh, to the victors, go the spoils. And for the sub-50, only two people have ever won that. Grant, you won the first one. Yes. And you have won the most tournaments as a whole here at Best Picture Cast. I have, yes. However, it's Joey R. who has won the most sub-50 tournaments. He has won the last two. Wild. Yes, with both twins and with airheads. So Joey R is trying to go for his three-peat in the sub-50 world. Artie, you haven't had such luck here with these sub-50s, as you were mentioning before. Yeah, like I said, I don't know what I'm doing here. It's tough. It is. like You have no idea what's going to catch. You should see me scrolling through movies on Rotten Tomatoes, too. I stumble upon a movie. I'm like, oh, my God, Tommy Boy it qualifies this is great i'm gonna that's what that's what everyone said and then i'm sitting there and i'm like i'm not the only idiot i'm like this isn't just me that's (laughs) that's figuring this out i i had to remind myself of that yeah i'm like oh maybe maybe everyone overlooked it yeah Yeah. there's no hidden gems when it comes to like the top tier of this thing like everyone's look using the same website there's no like secret metric or anything it's it's 
flat out. That's why I'm saying I have no feel because I think I just struck gold like four times and they go top four of five picks. I'm like, oh, great. They're going, they're going <laughs> everything I researched. That's one man's strategy. But we do have 12 different participants here in this thing. That's sure right. Do. 12 people going for that big prize that only Grant and Joey have won as far as sub 50s go. And the way we do it is we have our own little draft lottery based on previous performance. So, Grant, Mm -hmm. you had the most lottery balls coming into this thing. Yes. And Joey and Jay were right behind you. Uh, And I believe old Joe B. from our Deer Hunter and our Chariots of Fire episode, he had just one lottery ball. (laughs) uh, 103 lottery balls bouncing around in the cage. Poor Joe B. just had the one. So he had to get real lucky here. Yeah. Um, Now, the freezers... They only had three of the 103. They did not have too many. Three of the 103, and guess what? With a 2% chance, they won the draft lottery and selected first in this thing. The most wild outcome we've had in the draft lottery. So the freezers go from having some of the worst odds to the number one spot and a chance to win this whole thing with the 1-1 pick. So we'll go through the order of drafters in addition to that. So the freezers picked first. Joey R. said the... (laughs) Two-time sub-50 champion. He picked second. We had Jay Dowski, who's a a, a runner-up. He was a runner-up in the first ever yep. tournament. Very first year, he was runner-up in the first horror. Yes, he's been a runner-up, runner-up up a in the second horror in right? other tournaments. Yeah, and, and, and the action one, too, that we just and had. And then the action one. He's too. the actual Buffalo Bills. Yeah, yes. always, always the bridesmaid. Never the bride. Yeah, so Jay picked third. Steve picked fourth. Action Steve, who has won our previous two tournaments or the, the both the action ones he won with uh it was like one and a half yep well yep. i mean yeah. the only reason you won yeah. the second one was because he got eliminated in the first one of them got eliminated in the first yeah, round right you know what it's uh that was the path to the victory though no, i'm just you know just saying that's how it works it's a championship's a championship and we don't penalize the wild card team so steve has two and the last two we won with Armageddon and with Terminator 2. So Steve B picks fourth. We have picking fifth is Chris, whose lone win was uh, last year's horror tournament. He won with The Shining. Yeah. So he's hoping to get in the mix here. He, like Artie, has not had much success in these sub-50s. I don't think he's... He will continue to not have success. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no spoilers, Grant. No spoilers. There's a live draft here. This is a live draft. Uh, we have... This is the only thing Chris can do that he's sub that sub fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Oz picks next. Oz, uh, like myself, has not won one of these things. I believe he had a, a final four appearance last year or, or two years ago. Two years with ago, the Batman, Batman Forever. Forever. Yeah, so he has at least kind of been in the in the mix here with that. And was he? Did he do Final Four with Scream Two? Did that make Final Four? Uh yes, yeah, okay. in the horror one, right? Yeah, that's but how he got sub, all those balls. <laughs> in the sub fifty world, he's uh, had that one appearance there. Uh, and you'll might be saying to yourself, "Well, I thought you said Grant had the most lottery balls. How come you haven't said his name yet?" It's a great question. Grant, you're picking seventh in this thing. This is yep. the lowest you've you picked in the in the lottery ball era, I believe. Why? What were you in Lion King when you picked Lion King? I don't know. I feel like I, I feel was, like you were I was six and you were seven. But that was a randomized uh, that was a randomized draft anyway. Picking after Grant in the eighth slot is Brendan B. Brendan uh, also has not won one of these tournaments. No finals appearances for him. Or his. Oh, I'm goat. sorry. He, he did get face face off. So uh, so he did have one finals appearance there in that. But again, as Grant said, there's a little. Mini asterisk on that. The Bobcat 
picking in the nine slot. Bobcat has no wins to speak of. Moving on. We have... Uh, <laughs> you get what you deserve. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, I love the Bobcat Artie feud. It's a, it's, it's a great... Meanwhile, the, the draft we see each feud. other. We really like no, each other. No, it's just a draft know. feud, it seems. Artie B, then, picking right behind Bobcat in the 10 slot. That should help my odds in this. <laughs> <laughs> I This is the lowest I've ever picked. I pick in the 11 slot here. My name was just not coming out. And it, it's it's Joe B, as he said, his one lottery ball stayed firmly in the cage there until mine was picked. It actually never was drawn. Uh, so that is the list there, 1 through 12. Now, the parameters we're using here for this thing, we're picking, there's three rounds. Uh, it's a snake draft. So after we get to 12, then Joe B picks again and we go backwards in the second round. And then the first round is the same order. And then the third round is the same order as the first. Our parameters for this thing is it's under 50% of Rotten Tomatoes. You have to pick one that is sub-50 critic, and then you have to pick one that is sub-50 audience. And then the third parameter there is, is that we have to pick one from a legacy pool. So not counting last year's tournament, we have all the movies that did not win, and we're not in last year's tournament, and you had to pick from that list. So from this legacy pool here, I'm going to read off the movies that we had to choose from. I'm going to rattle them off real fast here, just so you have some context of what there is. It is a, a somewhat lengthy list, grant you, wonderfully assembled in alphabetical order, by the way, I mind you. I did. Got your, break out your old ABC skills. It was, listen, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the, the sub-50 legacy pool. Along came Polly, Anaconda, Batman Forever, Battlefield Earth, Battleship, Big Top Peewee, Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2, The Breakup, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Casino Jack, Coneheads, Domino, Dude Where's My Car, Due Date, Encino Man, Eraser, The Fan, Fateful Findings, Final Destination, Get Hard, Geely, Hackers, Hall Pass, I Know What You Did Last Summer, The Island of Dr. Moreau, Jack, Jaws, The Revenge, Jeepers Creepers, Jennifer's Body, Judge Dredd, The Last Action Hero, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, The Legend of Bagger Vance, Little Big League, Look Who's Talking Now, Mac and Me, McGruber, Newsies, Not Another Teen Movie, Passion of the Christ, Problem Child, The Purge, The Room, Samurai Cop, Saw 2, Sergeant Bilko, The Skulls, Speed 2, Cruise Control, Spice World, Street Fighter, Super Troopers, The Vanishing, Volcano, Waterworld, White Earp. There we go. That's a lot. That's the legacy pool. That's a terrible list of movies. <laughs> <laughs> so, as from hearing that movie there, I can assure you then that the list of movies that are sub-50 audience is also not a very good list of movies. You can go around, search, and try to find the best one out there. It's a tricky one. So, really, the best gems were in the sub-50 critic. Yeah. So that's kind of where we... That, I, I feel like that's where the winner's coming from. You know, I kind of regret... Draft strategy in this. I feel like everyone kind of went backwards. Everyone went right to... Well, well, why don't we talk about that as we go? So you can, in retrospect, we'll get the, the picks, and then we'll kind of recap our strategies at the end. Let's get to that number one pick. It is from the Freezers. The 1-1 one, one pick at a 39% critic and 90% audience. It is Tommy Boy. Yeah, this is the, the clear number one overall I had it one one on my draft. Yeah, board I think too. I, I would think almost everybody did. Artie, if you picked first overall, that's where you would have gone. I think it's one of two movies that could win. Okay, yeah, I, I believe Joey said that he had two movies. Well, he's picking second, so he said that there were two movies. Yeah, I I think, I think this this was this was one of them. I had it at three, 
with the fourth being like I think I know the the final three or the top three, and then the fourth could could be a bunch of different ones, but we'll see as we go. But uh, yeah, the freezer's got a good shot to win this thing with Tommy Boy. It's a beloved movie. You got your Chris Farley, you got your David Spade. I don't know, but yeah, the thing is, is Grant that number one slot. What's the problem with it? It's the curse of the first. The curse of the first. The one one has never won this thing, and that's what three horrors, three subs. Uh, at least five uh, genre movies. Yeah, you just you never know, and yeah. especially with especially with this. But this seems like if one is going to break it, I feel like this is yeah, this a this, good one to do it. This felt like a LeBron style number one pick where it was a, a, a no brainer. Yeah, Field, Field's getting a little top heavy the more we do these sub fifty contests. Well, it depends because every every year with sub fifty we have different parameters. This one was way wide open. Yeah. So yeah. like, so the quality of movies is higher. Right. Than than last year's. Well, Tom, I, I like Kieran. Usually puts out some good parameters. It's fun. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Keep everybody on their toes. You know, yeah. But keep, keep it fresh. We know what our one one is here. Now let's talk about what we're drinking here today, as we can celebrate the number one pick there. All right. Would you bring along? Going back to Brooklyn, got our six point brewery stupor. Hazy, uh, the stupor. Hazy IPA, uh, 6.4%, but we're diving into the variety pack so the ABVs could jump around. <laughs> <laughs> like the lottery. Yeah. You never know what's, what's going to come bounce, well, bouncing out here. Yeah, I'm going into my fridge, grabbing one, and we'll see what it is. Uh, it's great. And uh, I have a very special beer here, and it is a, uh, a collaboration beer here for my friends over at uh, Sand City and at New York Panini. They work together to brew a beer. Uh, Sand City is a, a popular brewing company that's very local to us here. And New York Panini is a, a local business here in Huntington, and they kind of got together and did one. So this is called the Watch the Gap IPA. Uh, you have a, a little image of the Long Island Railroad there on the can. Yeah, very Long, yeah. Long Island-centric yeah. brewery, which is cool. And it's uh, a 5.4%. Uh, IPA, and as you can see, it's kind of it's like a it's like a hazy, juicy type of yeah. look to it. A lot of Sand Cities kind of are; they have that same sort of coloring. Great brewery, though. Yeah. So the uh, watch the gaps. The Sand City and New York Panini, both great businesses. There, shout out my buddy Chris at New York uh, Panini. There, he also runs a, a, another favorite of BPC uh, Walk and Roll Stir Fry. Walk and Roll is a good spot. Too. I know that's a big favorite of our own Jay Dowski. He loves he loves him, him some Walk and Roll. I haven't tried that yet, but it's on the list of things to try. The second pick overall, Joey R., the defending champion here in the Sub-50 tournament. He goes with a movie that was on his top 10 list, the Joey R. top 10 favorite list. 38% critic, 75% audience. Wet Hot American Summer. So a little bit of a surprise for me just because it wasn't on my board. Artie, have you seen Wet Hot American Summer? No, but I had it on my board because I thought people would vote for it. <laughs> so ah, it, was, yes. it was definitely one of my top like seven or eight that I would have taken. And this is a fun little micro feud we have here between Grant and Artie, where uh, Grant, you're not you don't you don't care for Artie's approach of drafting movies that he hasn't seen. Oh, I think that's bullshit. <laughs> I, I think a fucking sub fifty draft. I haven't seen ninety percent of the movies that are. You didn't. You drafted an action movie that you didn't see in a surprise fourth round. I didn't know was coming. Please. And the horror. You <laughs> regularly draft a horror movie you haven't seen. I think I have, I've yeah. seen like eight horror movies. <laughs> I've, I've drafted them all. Like, and they did very poorly. 
Hey, there are no rules as far as that goes. You know, it, it's... I know. If I haven't seen, like, what am I supposed to do? The three, I, if after the top seven movies, I don't know that I've seen three of the remaining movies that were packed. You've, you've gone through three million movies on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> you haven't seen, you haven't well, seen I'm 20 not, of them? I'm not looking for movies I've seen. I'm looking movies for movies that fit the criteria. Well, that's that's a you problem. Uh, <laughs> no, I will having say... a problem with it is a you problem. <laughs> I'll say I had a couple that I almost drafted but didn't because I hadn't seen them. Um, now, I'm not saying that having not seen them... where do you stand them, on this? Well, I'm, I'm not saying that but I also, wouldn't... Also remember, if it wins, you have to talk about it. Well, I'll watch well, it first. I know, but like, it. it's like if you watch it and you fucking hate it, then you're stuck watch, talking about this movie for two and a half hours. Yeah, but if it wins, that means people want to listen to the episode. and then Not necessarily. If, well, I, I'm assuming if they follow us and they're voting for it. And then if someone hates it, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I'll sure. say... <laughs> I don't think that having not seen it would would ultimately stop me from drafting it if I really thought it was the right pick. I'm yet to do that. I came close this time around. And I ultimately didn't because I'm like, ah, I'm going to go with the one I saw. There's a movie that went undrafted here that I'll, I'll say at the end that was very high on my board and I was ready to take it and watch it. It's an Oliver Stone movie. I'll do a little uh, a little teaser there in that one. It went undrafted, but I almost picked that one yeah. in the first round because I thought it had a good chance of winning. Okay. And I got to win at this point, Grant. It's not, the gloves are off here. <laughs> this is not, my, my fans are, are breathing down my neck. You know, I, I got to sure. get called into the GM office. It's not good. No. What Hot American Summer? Was it on your board, Grant? Um, it wasn't. I didn't even, I don't even know if I, I checked to see if it, if it was available. Uh, I love this movie. Mm. It's a, maybe a top 10 comedy for me. I think it's great. I think I was. I remember I was talking to Joey about it. He's like, "Yeah, I, I want to go with something that is like." He's like, "I know it's. I know it's. You know, a reach, but it's a movie that I really like." And I think he was just, you know, since Tommy Boyd was gone, I feel like he just went with something that he loved the most out of what's available. I think it'll do well in voting. I hope so. Here's how this goes with Joey in these things. He picks a movie. I roll my eyes and go, "Ha." Huh. Fine, Joey screwed up. I don't have to worry about him anymore. And then we get to the, the final eight, and none of his movies are limited. He's got three movies in the final eight. And yeah. I'm like, well, clearly he just knows something that I don't, and he's in line with these people, and, and I'm not. That's and where I've arrived just, at. Too. Yeah, it's so just, it's just kind of, yeah. all right, without American Summer, I never would have picked it. It wasn't on my board. Didn't think of it. It'll probably be in the final four, just just because. I did like the, the idea that he picked a movie on his top ten list that comes around full circle there. So that works there. And that's something I like about this third pick, too. And Jay Dowski comes to the podium, and he selects from the Legacy Pool, the movie that took him to the finals, the first ever Sub-50 tournament, Super Troopers. So mm-hmm. I like how he stuck with his guns there and stayed true to his uh, his brand on that one. So Super Troopers in the three spot, 36 critic, 90 audience. And again, that's from the Legacy Pool. So he'll still have his audience pick and his critics pick coming up. Super Troopers, can it can it reclaim the magic and get back to the finals here in this one? What do you think, Hardy? It's going to be interesting because we have an expanded voting base now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, much, much you, different. You wonder if it's going to help or hurt it. I think it's going to help it, personally. Maybe. This was on my list. This is pretty high. This was a five or sixer on my list. It's also three years later, too. you got to keep that in mind, too, because yeah. that is three years removed from three it. Three years more removed from it. Deal with comedies. Each year that goes by, you, you wonder... 
the stick staying power. I, I feel like nobody talks about this movie really anymore. It just I don't know. Like, it had I just, a sequel a couple years ago. That the Broken tanked. Lizard. Yeah, it did. I don't know. Uh, the, I, I, the Broken I, Lizard gang is kind of fizzled off. Have they done anything since that? A few of them are on a TV show. I think Tacoma FD or something like that. But yeah, I don't know. I I I don't know how it's gonna go. After Super Troopers one, they had a bunch of stuff. Uh, Club Dread, Beer, Beer Fest, Beer Fest, yeah. Like they had success, so I, I don't know. This, I love this movie. That was also that was that was also Beer Fest was what twelve years ago at this point. Yeah, maybe more. No more. But like, it doesn't does yeah. doesn't that now we're getting into the nostalgia factor? Like, you might. Be I don't know. I people. don't know if we're up to early. I'm not <clears throat> sure if we're up to 2001 nostalgia yet. I'll, t- I'll tell you my 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 main group of friends like my fantasy football chat my biggest group chat they're all four years younger than us and super troopers and half-baked and old school and robin hood men in tights and movies like the tommy boy and happy Gilmore. they're all their favorite movies yeah and they're a different generation so something there's something about these movies that kind of it, it, uh, it does transcend that's why they yeah, become nostalgic we do have to see who's voting yeah in the hundred the hundred plus votes you know what is the demographic there is it all going to be Artie's group chat or is it going to be you know spread out gen z all that stuff we'll have to wait and see on that one now grant did you have that as because that's the first one to go from the legacy pool did you have that as your as your top ranked legacy pool movie i i didn't okay i did uh, have it as mine i i didn't just because i i wouldn't want to do an episode on it okay so, oh, so you did not have it was, that it, was not, it was not it was not like if if it was like the last pick and it was available like i'd probably take it but yeah. It's not something I'm, in, no, no, not throwing any shade on Jay or the movie. It's just like, but it's asked the questions in terms of power rankings. Uh, I mean, you can't you can't argue with this track record. That's yeah. the thing. It, it's it was a runner up, so ultimately it should be taken seriously. Yeah. Hmm. Well, Artie, yeah. how about you? Was it your number that? one on your uh, your list there? No, I had um, <laughs> Oz's first wow. pick on mine as my number one legacy pick okay all right so a little teaser there for uh, a couple picks when we get to oz but uh, so jay has super troopers there three let's move to steve b action steve who's coming off two action wins here and he goes with the fourth selection 48 critic 57 audience so it's his sub 50 critic pick ace ventura pet detective so jim carrey and ace ventura pet detective the original one we had the sequel, When Nature Calls, in last year's draft. It did yes. not do very well. It did not. Ace Ventura. This one is a curious one to me, because I, I couldn't fully tell whether this was like a like a super top-ranked pick or one that doesn't have staying power anymore. I, I, I think I, I ultimately know. would have taken it here. It was on my list, for sure. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Artie? Does, does I'm, it in the, I'm in the same boat. I have no idea. It's either going to be like a it's going to win it or it's going to be out in the first round kind of sh- situation. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, also, it was it, on it, my list and I would have taken it if it fell yeah. to me. Same, same with me. And I just, I, I wouldn't be shocked if it busts out. It, it has also right. aged horribly. Yeah. I get, given what's going on, but, I feel like it's, I feel like it's, there might be, <laughs> there might be like a, with, with younger, with younger voters, just want, want nothing to do with that movie. Yeah, but that's going to be the situation with all these older funny movies. And that's Tommy Boy. That's the well. See, that's the tricky part with comedies is you don't know what you're getting. Have we had a comedy right. win any of these? Twins. Yeah, I guess Twins. Airheads isn't. 
Airheads is I guess comedy. It's yeah. A comedy. Oh, yeah. Airheads and Twins. Yeah. The last <laughs> I mean, two. <laughs> come on. Road, Roadhouse has got us some comedic. That's element. action, baby. <laughs> it is, but, you know. <laughs> but I feel like Twins and Airheads are pretty harmless when it comes to touchy topics. The, yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, the rom com winner, Princess Bride, it's like, that's not really a comedy. Like, it's got more elements to it. That elevated above. Co- it's not, it's not it a traditional rom com. Yeah, right. And it's not a traditional comedy. Like it, it's it's comedic, but it's not. It's it has more things going on mm-hmm. there than just comedy. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's uh, there's no other way to describe twins than comedy. It's it's absurd. <laughs> <laughs> Espionage thriller with with stolen <laughs> oil rig or whatever. <laughs> Greek tragedy. <laughs> okay, so that was the uh, fourth pick. Steve B. Asian Chirp Pet Detective. Chris G is up next. Chris G selects 43% critic, 72% audience. Cameron Crowe's Vanilla Sky starring Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz. I'll just kick the commentary right off to you, Artie. This movie sucks. <laughs> like, you, and not only that, it's polarizing. So there's 50% of the people who've seen it think it sucks. And 50% of them think it's okay. So how is this winning a tournament? What where's the ceiling for this movie? Well, to be fair and to be technical, the Rotten Tomatoes audience score is seventy two. So it's not a fifty fifty in that avenue. But sure, you know. Whereas Mace Ventura is only fifty seven. Yeah, which is interesting. Vanilla Sky Grant. Um, I saw it once as a college freshman. As I think most people watch it, I feel like most people watch it as college freshmen, and. But my, my experience never really went on from there. I remember liking it. Well, I think that's a key statement. Yeah. Let's let's go back to that statement you just said, because I think that that's very important when we're doing these dress. My relationship with the movie never went on from there. And I think that that is most people's relationship with Vanilla Sky. I mean, I don't yeah. hear a lot of people saying you got to watch Vanilla Sky, other than Chris, maybe. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I don't love this pick just because of what was on the board. It was a reach. It's a big reach. Do you know why no one says you should watch Vanilla Sky? <laughs> why is that, Artie? It's because it sucks. <laughs> it's not good. It's frustrating uh, to watch. It makes you feel antsy. There's no closure. It but you doesn't love, fully make sense. But you love Cameron Diaz's acting ability, don't you, Artie? Oh, Penelope Cruz is <laughs> much yeah. better, yeah. And weird visuals. Like, we, like before special effects were really crisp. The the early two thousands CGI is just so weird looking. It's it really weird. is. It's terrible. It's, it's terrible. You know, in retrospect, and I know you, it's tough to see this from the five slot that he picked, but most people took their audience pick in the first round. So, you know, if you anticipated that, I think you could have gotten Vanilla Sky in the second round. He I think that's basically my biggest problem with it. Is what he could have done was he probably could have gotten something like Anaconda or Batman Forever. And he, then waited. He could have gotten a legacy and then pool. and then waited to the second round to get Vanilla Sky. No one was taking it. And this is what I was going to say before: is uh, I think legacy picks should have been the first few picks, just because there were so few of them. The problem there were really well, only it should have went okay. So it should have went like the first four or so critic movies, uh, uh, sub critic movies, but yeah. high audience movies, and then legacy picks, and then we get into the. The rest of the shit. So, for context, and I guess we'll do it now because we're talking about it, 10 of the 12 picks were sub-50 critic picks. 
The yeah. other two were legacy pool picks. So I ask you this, Artie. Out of the legacy pool, how many movies, what's the number of movies you think are worthy of taking in the first round? Three. So by that logic, Jay did what you, Jay kind of was along that. It's just hop on the top one while you can get it. Yeah. Now, once that one goes, do you hop on the next one there? Uh, then then you go, you know, best player available, yeah. essentially. I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel like... I feel like the winner is coming out of this sub fifty critic. I feel like that's where that's where the winner is coming out of. So I I, I don't blame people. I don't. I mean that, that. So it makes sense that ten out of the twelve were that. I'm category. with you, Grant. That's ex- my exact strategy. Yeah. Unless and to me it was unless you got the top one that got there already. Yeah. Then to me, get the best available thing. Get it, get the one you think has the best chance. We know I'm picking eleventh. Already you're picking tenth. So. That's a trickier strategy to me. You know, picking tenth or eleventh, I got to take a shot, and then I really got to kind of win with my second round pick. That's kind of how yeah. I, I look looked at it. But I'll, I will say my commentary before is from my draft point of view is like picking ten. Yeah, I, if I was taking best legacy available, if there was a really good one, okay, and yeah. then doing what you said, doing the critic on the way back, yeah, because we picked so close. All right, so let's get to the next pick, which is Oz in the sixth slot. Oz, I think this one fell down to him. I had this as my second-ranked movie in the entire draft. It is 40% critic, 79% audience. It is Adam Sandler's Billy Madison. Yep. Billy Madison. Uh, Grant, where was this on your kind of your overall board? Uh, this was high up. I would have taken it if, had Oz not taken it right before well, me. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. I, I think this should have gone sooner. Is what, is uh, kind of I, I would think so. I, I had before it for Vanilla Sky. I thought Joey was going to take it at two. Yeah, <laughs> Vanilla Sky shots. Totally agree. It should have won earlier. Yeah, uh, it definitely stands a chance to win. Yeah, now, I think so. Artie, you had Tommy Boy at your one one. Yeah, had your one two gone yet? This was it. This was it. So yeah. same with me. So we had the same the this same top two picks there. Grant was your one two. Is your one two still on the board at this point? Uh, no, I think Billy Madison was my was two. One two. Okay, so yeah. we're all we're all on the same page coming into this thing yeah. that we had that. A good pick for Oz. It kind of fell into his lap there. I think he's got a chance to win. I'm not certain that Tommy Boy would beat Billy Madison head to head. I think it would be I favored. Think, I think Tommy Boy would win. I think right. it would be favored, but I'm not certain. It could go the other way. I'm not. I'm not 100 on it. No, yeah. but I'm 70 percent sure it would win. What about Tommy Boy versus Vanilla Sky, Grant? I think Tommy Boy gets that pretty handedly. What about Vanilla like, Sky? Well, both, both movies involve like car accidents, which is kind of interesting. <laughs> what about Tommy Vanilla? Boy sells brake pads, and they get Tom Cruise gets into the car accident. Billy Madison has the O'Doyle incident. <laughs> it's true, yeah. It all well, comes together. What about um, Vanilla Sky versus like Chocolate Sky or Chocolate Cookie Dough Sky? Mint Chocolate Chip. Mm-hmm. Mint Chocolate Chip. Mint Chocolate Chip Sky. Yeah, I'm, nice. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with Vanilla Sky I'm there. I'm a coffee ice cream guy myself. You know, I, that's, I, a, that's a way Vanilla Sky can win for I've, me. I've been, ice cream I've been getting into coffee lately. It's great. Coffee yeah. ice cream's great. It's great. Espresso ice cream's really good, too. Always but you got to advance to that. You start with coffee ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> i gotta, I got to work on my palate. got to... Oh, my God. When it's not strong enough anymore, you switch to espresso coffee. All right, so the sixth slot was Oz with Billy Madison. We go to the seventh spot, and Grant, it's finally you. Your your, your war room has never sat around this long. You also took your sub-50 critic pick. This is the yeah. lowest taken so far, 29%. But the audience is 77, which is a good, healthy number. And you picked heavyweights. 
I picked heavyweights. Yeah, ben Stiller in the mix uh, for that yeah. one. Kind of the it's genesis a, of his dodgeball character. Yes, this is White Goodman before White Goodman. <laughs> I think this movie has sneaky airheads energy. Mm. I'll tell you what, it was a rewatchable for me when I was little. I, it's I, so good. And it's, I, I, I feel this like movie. even when you get older, it's still really funny. Because I feel like you relate more to Ben Stiller's character <laughs> when you get older. Yeah, no chance he's I've seen so much this. funnier. Yeah, there's no chance I've seen this in the last twenty years. It's um, on it's on so. Disney Plus. Wow. Okay. Um, it's it's a it's a great movie, and I I think people, I think people look back on this movie fondly. It, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, know, you, you don't know how it's going to play out. Heavyweights, Artie, was it on your board? Um, no, I've never seen this. Whoa. Wow. Now, here's another interesting thing. Were you not a Disney Channel kid? Uh, I was. I just, I don't know. Wow. This kind of humor This kind of humor went over my head when I was young. Zoolander, when it first came out, I looked at it. I was like, I can't pay attention to this. Yeah, but this is, Heavyweights is a kid's movie, though. That came out when we were kids. I don't know. I just, just never saw yeah, it. Just it, was, it, was like, so, it was like, might, it was like kind of Mighty Ducks era. Yeah. So, I've also never seen Beetlejuice. <laughs> so, okay. you know, I have some things. Referring to that. Fantasy football group chat. We're just going to call that my sample audience, like my test audience. Okay. They think Heavyweights is like the funniest movie in the world, and they will hate me for having never seen it. So oh, they might, they yeah. might, they would vote for that, I think. Are they on Twitter? <laughs> uh, yeah, All nine right. of them, ten of them are, right, yeah. Good. Oh, I believe me, I spam the chat, and so does Joe B with the, uh, the poll. Excellent. Well, I mean, listen, I think all of the previous winners, nostalgia was a big factor. Yeah, uh, Roadhouse, uh, Twins for sure, because Twins is not a, a movie that's playing in college dorm rooms left and right here. <laughs> no. uh, Roadhouse might be, and Airheads too. That was a- Airheads a- had like that Comedy Central rub on it. Yeah, so yeah. heavyweights what, that does- it was on every day when we were in college. Yeah, yeah. So heavyweights does check that kind of box. I, I I feel like it just is like one of those under the radar sneaky picks. Mm. Okay. I happen uh, to agree with you. I think it might do really well on. Twitter. I hope so. It wasn't on my board, but it was like I it, it did come across my desk. When okay. I was initially combing them, I yeah, just yeah. when I was putting my board together, it slipped through the cracks. So yeah. it would have been on there somewhere had I remembered it. But what, yeah, good job there. So Brendan is up next here. He is picking in the eight slot, and he took the only other movie in the first round here from the legacy pool we were just discussing before. Jennifer's Body. Jennifer's Body, which was Chris's selection in uh, the uh, tournament two years ago. Yep. It's headed over to the Brendan B brand now. So it definitely won't win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's, du- it's lower double, than, than double cursed, yeah. That's like when the when the freezers rooted for my next pick, for my second pick. They're like, yeah, great pick. I'm like, oh, great. They're supporting me. There's no way that's going to do well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Shots fired. So, Artie, you said that there were maybe two or three movies out of the legacy pool that would have a shot. Was Jennifer's Body one of the ones you were referring to? Mm, no. No, it wasn't. Yeah, wasn't. So you don't think kindly of this pick here. Uh, no. Bad draft strategy. Mm. Grant? I, I love the movie. It has no business being in the first round. Yeah. A little, no little business. bit of a stretch. I thought there might have been some better ones on the legacy pool. There certainly, to me, were some better ones overall. Well, there there are two that that go not too much later that I, I feel like should be in the first that should be first caliber, first round caliber. And there's one that's a big Brennan B movie, too, which kind of shocks me. But uh, yeah, he went Jennifer Body here. Now, uh, Brendan B was the only one who was not uh, live in the draft room. He had a, uh, a Jason Isbell concert that he was at. So he was kind of mm. texting his picks in as he goes. So he was a little little distracted here for this one. So we'll make excuses for him there. But uh, he's happy with the Jennifer's Body pick. 
And uh, we go from there, I suppose. Okay, at least he's happy. I thought it would do better in the last tournament. It did not do very well. No. So I don't have much confidence in here in this one. When a movie doesn't do well in one of these, I don't tend to like to give it a second chance. Yeah. No, that that, that makes sense. Yeah. Particularly in like a sub-50 one where like especially le- strict parameters. Last year, yeah. what was like very tight. Yeah. So if it didn't do well there, it's not going to do well here. Yeah. I watched that movie in like three-minute increments. <laughs> and probably same here uh, okay next we have in the nine slot Bobcat Bobcat's up already you have nothing but positive things to say about Bobcat's selection I'm sure and that selection is 42% critic 68% audience it is the 80s classic St. Elmo's Fire St. Elmo's Fire. This one took me by surprise. I did not have this anywhere near my draft board. Yeah, same. Was shocked to hear it. I haven't even heard those words out loud in a while. Um, <laughs> St. Elmo's Fire. Artie, anything to add here on this one? Is this a Muppet movie? <laughs> so, yeah, it's a Sesame Street classic. <laughs> I figured. No, honestly, I've, I didn't have it on my draft board. I've heard of it. It's a terrible title for a movie. Oscar the Grouch gets uh, gets caught in a, in a grease fire in his trash can. Find out that Elmo did it to spoil it. Yeah, oh, now I'm yeah. interested. It's a grizzly, grizzly tale. Great pick, Rock Camp. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, Bobcat. <laughs> I have no idea what the plot of St. Elmo's Fire is. That's what I mean. I, Terrible title. Think, no, I, I I think this is a movie that I've seen like years, like so long ago that I don't I don't re- really remember it. I think it's just like one of those. So let's just for shits and giggles. Yeah. Guess the plot of St. Elmo's Fire. I think it's a uh, a group of friends just out of college that you kind of get their little slice of life. You get the trials and tribulations of their lives. And St. Elmo's Fire, I believe, is a bar that they meet at all the time. Okay. Right. Artie, what about you? Uh, guess the plot of St. Elmo's Fire. There's a hospital named St. Elmo's, and it sets on fire. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Are we going to look it up now? Or? No. No. Oh. I'm going to guess too. Uh, and I'm guessing it's a, a, a group of high school kids and there's like a dance and there's some, there's like a spaceship of, or, or constellation. No, St. Elmo's Fire is like a constellation of stars. This was a later uh, Brad Pack movie. Okay. So I think Rob this Lowe, is, I know. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's these kids that are, uh, that, but like they're older now. So I don't think they're not in high school. Okay. What a cast. Do you have some kind of uh, semblance yeah. here? Artie, how'd we do? What's the what's the plot? <clears throat> All right, so we got a 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb. Just read the synopsis, yeah. Artie. A group of recent <laughs> college graduates embark on a series of misadventures in the real world. There's Kirby, Emilio Estevez, a waiter who wants to be a lawyer and then run a hockey team when he becomes... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 who wants to become a lawyer. Kevin, who's Andrew McCarthy... A moody writer who yearns for the for the wild. Jules, who's played by Demi Moore. Now we're cooking. Alec, Judd Nelson, whose political aspirations alienate his girlfriend, Leslie, who's Ali Sheedy. Oh, I love Ali Sheedy. <laughs> and Wendy, Mayor Winningham, a quiet girl in love with Billy, who's Rob Lowe, who juggles roles as husband, dad, and drunk. Together they grapple with adulthood. It is directed by Joel Schumacher. Uh, what the hell? I didn't get anything from that. Did you? No, I mean, it I was, sounds like Grant had an idea of what it was about. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, a great cast. And honestly, it sounds very watchable. It's a great 
John Parr song, though. Saint it's a great song. Yeah, that's I love me some John Parr. So yeah, that I'm very familiar with. But okay, so Bobcat locking in with Saint Elmo's Fire. There sounds like an interesting pick, and some people know it that aren't me. So I mean, I'm not the barometer for these things because I never win. RDB is up next here. He is in the ten hole here. He is going now. He just told us before very firmly that the strategy that you want to use is to pick from the legacy pool. Yeah. And he didn't do that. Nope. Uh, despite only two movies being taken from that legacy pool. And so, one should not have been taken. Right. So there was, you know, you did you went against the strategy that you had for yourself. What I said is I, I regret my draft strategy. Uh, okay. Okay. And you, yeah, okay. So you question everyone's draft I strategy, made, including you. Including you. Yes. I made, I think I made a bad first. Okay. All right. And already picked... Robin Hood Men in Tights with his 41% critic, 81% audience. I believe the second highest... I'm sorry. The, okay, if you count from Jay's pick from the Legacy Pool, it would be the third highest. But out of the out of the critic audience mixes, it's the third highest with 81% audience. So you had Tommy Boy's at 90, Super Troopers is at 90, and you have Robin Hood at 81. That's because it's good. People like it. Uh, I mean... Yeah. I was happy to see you take a movie that wasn't on my list. It was not on my list either. I'm not. I'm not saying that I don't think this isn't a good pick. I, I think it is a little scary because I do think it's a movie I've only really heard people talk highly of. Grant, do you of. like it? Yeah, but I haven't seen it since I was a, a kid. Oh, so I don't know if I'll like it as a as a man. Oh, you'll think it's way funnier now than you did when you were a kid. You think so? Oh yeah, okay. it's funnier now because I Mel like Brooks. I, I, there's a difference between like Mel Brooks in the 70s and 80s than Mel Brooks in the 90s. The parody stuff with Mel Brooks doesn't always work for me. It's got Dave Chappelle. I, I, I know. It's not exactly <laughs> the Mississippi. Carrie I'm on, Hills. I'm on, I'm on one side. I'm on the other side. Yeah, like, it's like, look. Yeah, I mean, I, I can, I can see this going to the. Elite Eight, I can see this going out in the first round. I don't know. I'm with well, you there. Like heavyweights for you, Artie, this one never came across my uh, my pencil, my colored pencil desk as a, a little kid. I've never seen uh, Oh, really? Menentize, never seen it. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So, should it go all the way, it will be a first watch for me. Uh, okay. Now. But I, I listen, 10th overall, 81% audience, I think this is a very solid pick. Okay. You, you got to remember, us picking here in the 10s, 11s, and 12s, Grant, you know, it's easy to kind of you know, be up on your high horse with the, oh, I have to pick seven, you know, like I, 10 oh, and 11. That's pretty tough to get a winner. I'm, out I'm of just saying there, there are, there are two picks. I think there are two picks in this, that go in the second round that could have been, that should be first rounders. Okay. Well, we'll get there. I'm up next. Here we go. Uh, I actually had this one third overall on my draft board. So I'm really pretty happy here with this dropping all the way to the 10 slot. I'm pretty shocked that no one took it. Maybe they got a little scared that it was in the sports tournament and didn't do great. Maybe they got a little scared it's a sequel. I went for it. I think it's a brand name everyone knows and a movie that people hold high in the franchise. 38% critic, 80% audience. Rocky Four. Rocky Four. Von Drago, Climbing the Mountain, the whole deal. Montages for everybody. <laughs> no love for Rocky Four, huh? 
no, I th- I think it's I think it's a good pick. I don't know if it's how far it's going to get. Like I don't know if it's going to make it past the final four, but I think it's a, I think it's a solid pick. Well, it's going to get past the final four. I'll take I'll take that or, that problem. I mean, like, I, well, I, I mean, get, I don't know if it's like, yeah. well, like the tenth pick overall. I don't know if we get, I don't know if we get to the final four. I don't know. It's it's. I mean. I'm picking 11th, so if I'm in the final 10, I'm pretty happy at that point, right? You know, I mean, yeah. if that's how you want to live your life, Karen. Well, I mean, knowing the Vanilla Sky <laughs> and Jennifer's body aren't going to be there, that's the quarterfinals, you know. If you ain't 11th, you're 10th. <laughs> Artie, Rocky Four. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not a rewatchable for you. You're not sitting down watching Rocky Four on a regular basis, I guess. I've seen it a lot. It was on WPI. That's Hatch not what I asked. I'm saying is, it's like. You have a free day, and Rocky Four, you're not putting that up. No, it's trash. <laughs> <laughs> Artie's in the critic slot here on this one. I mean, I, the two, three, and four, the uh, all the Rockies after Rocky are not films; they're movies. No, I don't agree with that at all. I'm not talking Creed. I'm not talking Rocky, the new remakes. I'm talking Rocky I Two, Rocky Three, about. and Rocky uh, Four. Rocky, Rocky Three is great. Rocky Three is a wonderful. Is that film. the one where they're dancing on the beach with each other, hugging? <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, yeah, it's great. No, okay, well, we just fundamentally disagree here. <laughs> <laughs> I think pe- people, I Rocky, I think Rocky Four is actually kind of perfect for this tournament, actually. Because uh, it's it's a it's a movie that people people know, and I think people people everyone knows it's bad. Everyone knows it's bad, but people love it anyway. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of yeah. I, I think you want to you want a movie like that in this tournament. This is what I loved about the option here, and why I I had it ranked so high is it's it can counteract the comedies. So we have the Tommy Boys, the Billy Madisons, the Ace Ventures. We know what they are. They they can go against each other, kind of cannibalize each other a little bit. But I think Rocky Four head to head with any one of those is at least intriguing. It's at least like, oh, you know, yeah, I like Tommy Boy, but Rocky Four. Like there's a there's a brand that now. I, listen, at the end of the day, it could it could go down hard, you know. But right. I, I think there's at least some kind of spark to it. That could take down one of those big comedies, and I think when you're picking 11th, you have to kind of, you have to kind of take a take a little bit of a shot. Sure, but or, no, or you got to take a shot from the 11th spot. But I just think that's like a pipe dream. This, this <laughs> <laughs> it's not beating Tommy Boy. Capping off the first round, we have the great Joe B and his one lottery ball. He'll get another one one day. I, I swear. He needs either someone else to join or to win. That's basically what he's got to do. And he's going to have to try to win with... The movie I was referencing before is one of Brendan B.'s favorites. I would have thought he would have taken this for sure. Empire Records. 40% audience, 79%. 40% critic, 79% audience. I love this movie. Me too. It's great. It's a great pick in the 12th slot. A really it is. great pick. It's got a good pick. It, it, was, it was on my board. It was mm. on my board. I think it's... Yeah, I think it's great. You see movies like like 10 Things I Hate About You doing really well in like the, the rom-com tournament. I feel like this is kind of in the same vein as that. Agreed. So I, I, I you wonder who's going to come out and vote for it. Yeah, agreed. So um, I don't know. It's it's sneaky. It's, I think it's, it's I think it's a sneaky good pick. Joby lives in this little kind of eleven twelve slot, so he's well. Yeah, you know, he's, he's, he's can't, he can't punch his way out of it. He's used to picking around yeah. here, so I, I I trust his instincts a little mm-hmm. bit down here. I think if anyone else picked Empire Records, I'd say there's no chance that. It could win, but because Joe B picked it twelve, there's, there's a chance it could do yeah. some weird stuff. 
my evaluation of it doesn't really change based on who picked it. I I, I think it's I don't know. I, I think it's got a good shot to to maybe creep into that final eight or so, and then maybe yeah. I, I don't think it's winning, but it's yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's it's a good movie. I'll, I'll be rooting for it. But We're ten obvious. things I hate about you is a good example because that's one that I on face value wouldn't think would go all the way to the finals and almost right. Win, but Empire Records could be that kind of thing. It's underwhelming. Yeah. Uh, okay, so to recap round one, we had the Freezers taking Tommy Boy, Joey R taking Wet Hot American Summer, Jay Dowski taking Super Troopers, Steve in the four slot taking Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. In the five slot, we had Chris G taking Vanilla Sky. In the six slot, we had Oz taking Billy Madison. In the seven slot, Grant Z took Heavyweights. In the eight spot, Brendan B took Jennifer's Body. In the nine slot, Bobcat took St. Elmo's Fire. In the 10 slot, RDB took Robin Hood Men in Tights. And in the 11 spot, Kieran B took Rocky Four. In the 12 spot, Joby took Empire Records. Grant, who won the first round there? The Freezers. Yeah. They, they took the best movie available. Yeah, already, I guess... Based on your statement before, you'd agree. 100%. And yeah, yeah. I would agree too. They, there was, they identified the top movie. They picked it. Yeah. Everybody sh- shook their head, uh, nodded their head. It's yes. A, it's no brainer. Yeah. No brainer yeah. number so one. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, best, like, kind of underdog pick of the first round. What would you go with there? I mean, I don't, I feel weird saying heavyweights, but I think it's heavyweights. Okay. Hey, pitch. go for it, Grant. Pick your own movie. I like it. RDB. Robin Hood Men in Time. Oh, RDB. <laughs> Picking his own movie there. That's a good little slot. So, Grant, you think uh, the underdog slot in the seven heavyweights, or do you think the underdog slot in Robin Hood, Men in Tights in the ten? I'm gonna get a little, uh, go take a shot here. Kind of get a little think outside the box. I'm gonna say in the eleven slot, Rocky Four <laughs> is that one that's gonna be the uh, the upset. Uh, we are, we are yeah. terrible. I had, a, I had a feeling you might say that. Well, let's see. You know what can I say? I just I like to. Pick the underdogs. Uh, okay, round two starting up. Joe B, this is round two is is this the Joe B round. He's always the king of the castle here in this one. Well, first pick in the second round. He's got an advantage. Yeah, yeah. and he is gonna take out of the legacy pick. So now you're gonna see a lot of legacy picks go here. Smart move. To me, the only move. This you is can, a smart move yeah, going going right uh, into the legacy. Subcritic yeah. legacy legacy on the uh, back end of the uh the ass end of the first round. And he is going to pick McGruber. Grant, this was uh, one of your old selections. This was. And yeah. what did you think of this pick here? Picking one of your old movies. Taking it over to the Joe B brand. Um, he missed. MacGruber didn't do that great. I think it was a second round uh, second round dismissal in the, uh, in the, first, in the first tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love this movie to pieces, but I don't have high hopes for it. Mm. Uh, you know what? I, I kind of, my reaction-wise, I kind of like the pick. Okay. I actually always like I always like a pick when I'm picking next, and it's not the one I was going to pick. So there's, my sure. reaction is naturally going to be excited. But I actually do do think that this is a decent pick here. To me, the ones left in the legacy bracket, there's only a few that are, and I, the gap isn't huge to me. So I think McGruber is, like you said, it did advance around in the one it was in. I don't think it's a terrible pick. I don't think it's a terrible pick. But uh, you thought it was a miss already. Uh, there's yeah. Yeah, you were touting the legacy pool a little bit. They're, now, they're, also, they're also better legacy picks. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. But I think there's a movie left that I should have taken in at 10. McGruber joins Empire Records there. He'll have to take his sub-audience pick in the third round. I'm up next in the second round here. Karen Bay selects Batman Forever. Batman Forever, which was a, an Oz, an old Oz selection that went as far as the semifinals. In this one, a, a childhood favorite of mine. Very happy to have it in the mix. I add my Batman to my Rocky, and hey, you know, well, why not? You know, if we're gonna lose, it's, let's lose with with some things we love. No, this is this is this is a great pick. I agree. This is a great pick. I had it on my list. Was this the one that you were saying already is the? Nope. No, it's not. Okay, interesting. Okay, uh, Grant, uh, what about for you? Where did this rank in the in the legacy pool rankings here for you? Was that plane gonna make Jeez. it? Should Let's we call just, someone? Okay. Let's hope for the best. It's, I hope I hope number two wasn't uh, the movie I'm thinking of here. <laughs> Bad timing on the list. We'll get drafted um, later on. No, number um, in terms in terms of legacy. Speaking of franchises, in terms of legacy, uh, this was my number two. I got my I I spoiler alert. I got my number one legacy pick. Oh, okay, all right, but it was two. Yeah, it was it was yeah. So it was ahead of Super Troopers. Yes. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. All right. Makes me feel good there. Whereabouts was it for you, Artie, on your legacy rankings? Four, five, that area. Okay. They wobble. You know, they're all in a one to two range. Yeah. I had. Uh, it was between this and another one. I was really like back and forth, tip of my tongue. I think I made the right call. We'll get to I'll let, say the other one is when we get there. But Artie B, you're up next here, third pick of the second round. You go with a movie that if you Google bad movies with with high uh, critic rankings. This is always the first one that comes up. It's Robert Rodriguez's Spy Kids, which is ninety three percent critic and forty seven percent audience. Uh, you got some heat after this pick. You had some hecklers. Yeah, like I said, I don't know what I'm doing with this. With this <laughs> have have draft, you seen so. Spy Kids? No, <laughs> I have not seen Spy Kids, but I know that Quentin Tarantino was involved in making it, and Robert Rodriguez is. You know, a somewhat useful exercise. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it, you know what? That's a big discrepancy. 93 it's, it's to 40. A, like, that's a 50% discrepancy. It's a, it's a big gap. It's a big gap. I'm going to go with the movie that's actually critically acclaimed. And the people I know who have seen it like it. But I yeah. have no interest in watching it. <laughs> well, no, well, you better hope it doesn't win then. <laughs> so I will then just bring Fucking back to clown. the clown. I'll come back to the fact that we have these sacred movies on this legacy pick that you're saying that everyone should be taking so high in the first round. I fucked up my second pick. <laughs> <laughs> Here you are in your second round. Yep. Now you have to wait another another basically 20 picks to get mm. pick again, and you're just going to hope that it's, it's there, I it, guess. It took me until the draft ended to realize I fucked up my draft strategy. I so mid-draft, okay. I'm still fucking up my strategy. Boy. Boy, oh boy. Yeah. So that's Spy Kids, and it's an RDB brand movie now. We head to Bobcat's second round pick, and Bobcat... Oh, by the way, Artie was the first person to take a sub-audience pick there with that. Yeah. Bobcat becomes the second to take a sub-audience pick, and he goes... 56% critic, 42% audience. It is John Woo's Mission Impossible 2. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah, you hear the crickets outside? <laughs> Not a yeah. Mission Impossible 2 supporter. Grant. Uh, no, it's, it's the worst one by far, in my opinion. <laughs> I don't agree. Okay. 
Neither do I. You're outnumbered. <laughs> I, do, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> now I know why you want to hate me. It grows the economy. <laughs> um, I... I I don't see this. I don't see this doing very well. I think the Mission Impossible hype will be completely over by the time this <laughs> this draft this, this tournament starts. Bobcat, I see you out there. MI two is by far the most underrated Mission Impossible movie. Is better than Mission Impossible four. Oh, starring Jeremy mil- Renner it is a better watch. It's a better hang. It's a better movie. The Mission Impossible 4. It's more entertaining. Ghost Protocol. Yeah. That movie. Oh, that's the one I was thinking of, Grant. Okay. Yeah, Ghost be- Protocol. Two is better than four. Two is better than four. Four is the worst Mission Impossible You heard movie. it here, folks. Two is better than four. All right. Grant's like, I disappear. It's no, you guys. You guys can just say that. And uh, what's her name? You, you guys can just say things out loud if you want. Yeah, to. that's, a, I have a that's fine. You're allowed, you're allowed to say things. It doesn't mean that, that doesn't, surround Grant. Surround Grant. It doesn't mean it's gonna. It doesn't mean it's gonna do well. Uh, well, that's the other side of it. Um, no, I mean a first round exit is very likely here in this scenario. I'm not saying yeah. it's not. Um, I, I listen. I'd like to pick, especially you got to take something in the in the the sub audience and i actually i had this i had this as my top ranking in the in the sub audience yeah it was okay. my number one on the board so I, I thought it was a good pick there Box. my number one was unhinged which turns out i did some bad math on that one but <laughs> it was the wrong uh, we'll that was, that was that the uh, yeah there was, was like a, a, it was a chris that was a chris g error <laughs> yeah. it's just the wrong movie yeah, there's like a like a french revolution movie called the uh, unhinged I, apparently i feel like if we wait 10 years he might live that movie out Chris J. <laughs> <laughs> he might be driving over here right now. I mean, he'll be crashing right through this wall. That's the fourth pick of the second round from Bobcat there. So Bobcat has MI2 join uh, St. Elmo's Fire there with that. So Brennan B. is up next. And Brennan B. was scrambling a bit this, here. This is where he gets hijacked by Yeah, I think uh, Aaron B. you yeah, heard yeah, on our, uh, our horror draft episode yes. from last year. And, uh, and Armageddon episode. Armageddon, yeah. yeah, I think she took over, uh, and rightfully so, took over things here. Because the Brennan, the Brennan B. brand has, has been needed a new GM here for a, a little while. Yeah. And <laughs> Practical Magic is the selection here. And that's going to be his sub-critic pick. 23% critic, 73% audience, uh, Sandy Bullock. Sandy Bullock and Nicole Kidman, I believe. Yeah, I, I had never heard of this one at all. Uh, I did not. I did not see this. I had not heard of it. I I've heard of it. I've never seen it. I'm thinking maybe Erin should get someone to draft for her. <laughs> 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 What's Baby B doing? Uh, maybe they, lot, they should, they should have just given that. their phone to a stranger at the concert. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Baby B could just push a button, like or like a randomizer. Well, Melissa, Melissa from the freezers came. She came to his defense. Came to, yeah. to the, his defense very, very quickly here with this one. She's a fan of it. Uh, hyping up Practical Magic too. Well, so. you know, listen, uh, Coyote Ugly did very well last year. It did. So I feel like Practical Magic and Coyote Ugly are kind of in the same vein. Mm. So I, I wonder if it's going to have a similar impact. Have you seen Practical Magic? No. No, none of us have. Okay. Brenda B. takes Practical Magic to join Jennifer's body. Witchy, witchy movies here going on there. But Grant Z. is up next with his second pick, and this is the one you feel was the number one selection out I, of... I feel like this was the number one legacy pick. Okay. And it was also a runner-up in the mm-hmm. finals. It was an old Steve B. pick, 41% critic, 24% audience. That's probably wrong. No. Is it? 
24% audience? I think so. Yeah. Jeez. I, I mean, it's not good. Doubting, doubting <laughs> Joey R is never a good thing because he's very. I love it. He's very on top of it's things. A not, uh, no, it's, it's not a good it's movie. Not good, but I love it. Anaconda. Yeah. Anaconda Grant. So this is my one here. That was that's your one. the one I should have taken. Should have yeah. overall. And then I should have backed it up with Robin Hamenitites on the way back, and not even involved fucking Spy Kids <laughs> till the third round. Uh yeah. Wow. Okay. Anaconda. Great pick. Thank this you. is your Lion King. This is what he's going to fucking win with. <laughs> I'm going to throw my glass in. <laughs> <laughs> you've been you've been thirsting for the for the crown here in the sub 50 since I, you won I, that I first know. one. I know I'm fiending for it. Uh this I, I was utterly amazed that this dropped to me in the second round. Mm. Utterly amazed. Um the fact that Jennifer's body <laughs> and McGruber were the two legacy picks that went before me is just is mind-blowing yeah well it's yours grant snakes don't eat people <laughs> grant's anaconda don't want none of that that's true uh, we head next to oz seventh pick of the second round takes another legacy pick which i believe was at least a final eight could have been a final four i think it was a final eight though I think final eight i know what you did last summer that was from the brendan b brand that was, was. his his best run of it with that 45% critic, 41% audience. Yeah, it's that's, solid. That's a, that's a top three or four legacy for me. Yep. It, it's, a, it's a solid pick, uh, especially when you pair it with Billy Madison. Yeah, I agree. I had it at five. I had it at five. Um, yeah. My one was Super Troopers. My two was Batman Forever. My three has not gone yet. My four has not gone yet. I hope the people in the plane that went by aren't dealing with it. Uh, five is, uh, I know what you did last summer. I didn't have Anaconda on my board just because I have no relationship with the movie. I, you know, oh, okay. I've seen it on cable a couple times, but I just, yeah. I just, I just wouldn't pick it. I think it's the same with you and Super Troopers, Grant. It's kind of almost identical. It's it, yeah. Finalist, I know it'll do well, but I just don't. Have right. any, I just don't want to pick it. Jennifer's body, I had clocking it at twelve. I didn't even. So. I, I didn't even go down that far. I kind of made like four that I like. And I was like, if they're all gone, yeah. if they're all gone, I'll just pick something. Because yeah. at that point, who gives a shit? I went fourteen just because I wanted the rankings to help me hash out. The okay. top ones, you know, like to me, if I'm just ranking three things, I need more context. So, like, okay. I want to see, like, is this really eight? Or should this be five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It helps you just get a feel for it. That's just how, how I operate. But I did five or six for each. Yeah. Okay. So, some, okay. I know what you did last time for Oz. That joins Oz with Billy Madison. Billy Madison, I know what you did last time. Pretty good, pretty good combo there. Uh, I like it's great what combo. Oz is doing there. Yeah. Great uh, combo. Chris G is next. And I liked Chris G's next pick here because it was a bit of a memorial pick because, of course, yesterday and we did this draft. Paul Rubens passed away, the great Pee Wee Herman. Uh, so he used his legacy pick to honor Paul Rubens and Pee Wee Herman. He picked big, big top Pee Wee. Big top Pee Wee. 38% critic, 30% audience, but this is his legacy pick. It was from the pool. I've never heard of this. Yeah, it's like the sequel, it's a sequel or the to the second Pee Wee movie. He's not, he's not interested in winning, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you think people are going to vote for this? Well, I, I think I think we burst this bubble that we told him that, like, you know, this this tournament's not, like, happening tomorrow. By the time this comes out, no one's going to care about they Paul Rubens. On, yeah. Like, no one's really going to... It might, in a couple weeks, people might still have a little... Uh... Maybe, but not, not enough to get it past the first round. <laughs> You're not even giving him the first round. I don't know. Oh, jeez. No, no chance. I'm always very hard on Chris on these things because I know he hates it. <laughs> Chris is going to listen to this and just yell at us. But he also it. he also lends himself to it by oh, drafting he, so poorly. Oh, he knows what he did. Yeah, he, <laughs> he's, I mean, like, <laughs> oh Chris God. thinks the world is full of 
people on Twitter that are Chris G voting for movies that Chris G likes. <laughs> this movie is is not going to get more than it's ready. Oh, big hear it. top Pee Wee, whatever this stupid ass shit is, is not going to get double digit percentage in the first round. Whoa. Wow, I I, can't, I don't agree with that. I can't agree with that. We have to see. Well, we it's to... an opinion, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll, well, it's, an, it's a hypothesis. We have to put out that we'll, we'll have to let notify old old takes uh, exposed. Yeah. <laughs> One of you two remember this free freezing cold day. It's it's. A recorded medium, so we'll have it on record. Yeah. Uh, I will say this. We bludgeoned Chris over his selection in the animation draft. <laughs> yeah, we of did. the Black Cauldron. Like, yeah. It was some really mean stuff. We really got after him. Uh, and it advanced past it the first round. And he really uh, was... I think that was because of our bludgeoning and could the attention been. we, draw, we it, drew to it. It very well like could karm- have been. Karmically, it affected it. But like I need People to... that heard the episode are like, you know what? Fuck these guys. Let's call into context here people who are listening... Is a World Cup style pool, so there's four movies and two advanced. So you yes. only you only have to be better than two out of four. You got to be in the top fifty percent. Yeah, a couple of soft ones and anything could really advance. Mm-hmm. So uh, except for Venice big Sky. top, <laughs> <laughs> big top. So we know. So and Venice no. Sky and, and big W we can't be in the same pool right. either. So right. oh. uh, pool protection. Yeah. So you wow. say no more than nine percent. It's getting. Yes. Okay. That's pretty much over under nine point nine nine percent. Wow! And I'm going to give it minus one hundred five odds that the under. It's over. It's going to be over. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be over. Yeah. Okay, we have now the ninth pick of the second round, and it is Steve B. And he's taking his sub fifty audience, Starsky and Hutch. And it says uh, basically as highly rated as it can be in this category. Sixty two percent critic. 49% audience, so just qualifies. Yeah. So numbers-wise, it checks out as a, as a decent pick there. Starsky and Hush, you guys have any relationship with this movie whatsoever? Uh, I've, I've seen this a few times. <laughs> it's hilarious. I, yeah. I've not seen this one. I love it, and there's smoking hot checks all do you like throughout. The, do you like the pick? Uh, no, it's not going <laughs> <win. laughs> to win. It's not going to win. It's not going to win. I like the movie. I don't want to sit here and just go, eh, it's not going to win every movie, though. Well, I think let's... This is a fun one, though. This is a funny movie. Let's be fair with our criticism here, though. In the sub-50 audience, yeah. there's not a lot of good selections here. Right. So it's a very tough parameter there. Every, everything kind of gets elevated. All the movies get elevated a little bit because of the competition. Which is realistically why if everyone really was like a super sharp drafter, we all should have went legacy and under 50 critic early and left everything else. We all should have done that. That's what we all should have done. Some of us did. For the sub-50 audience, three have been taken so far. Spy Kids, Mission Impossible 2, and Starsky and Hutch. What's the best pick of those three? Ugh. In my opinion, it's Spy Kids because of the discrepancy between audience and critic. No one likes this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard because they're so different. They're, yeah. they're hard to like pit against each other because they're all so different. I would just go MI2 because of the brand name. Like if these three movies are in a pool together with a movie but that's not going to win by any chance, like something like Final Sky, yeah. uh, you know, then then you know I would go Two Artie's... Like if, if if I may be so bold as to give Artie some credit. Am I that lonely <laughs> that you need to be bold to give me credit? Yes. <laughs> I, I think there are a lot of people on Twitter that grew up watching Spy Kids. And I think that's going that might help it out a lot. 
So, uh, so out of the three that you just named, I think Spy Kids actually has the best chance. Okay. All right. So there you go. The two you guys agreed on that one. So then Artie did take the best. So far, he's got the best selection. I he picked the I, right movie one out of that. Yeah. And, and the freezers were all over my pick. They loved it. I yeah. What I do think is the people who don't like Ace Ventura and Tommy Boy and Billy Madison love Spy Kids. Right. That Gen Z crowd so I'm, coming in. I'm taking, I'm taking an all-ceiling pick. With no floor, yeah. Yeah. it's okay. either I'm out in the first round or this thing has left. Yeah, it's bottomless. It, it, it's you're basically in open air. It's okay. like there's no ceiling and no floor. Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so Jay Dowski's next, the tenth pick of the second round here, and he's going. Uh, he's going his '90s way. And the 1975 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 41 percent critic 81 percent audience so right in that 80 slot with the audience that's a pretty that's on the high end of things there he is the last person to take his subcritic pick teenage mutant ninja turtles did you guys see in the theaters when you're little oh yeah of course i had had the the poster in my room yeah that was big big on this one yeah this rounded out the top five in the uh like this is one of the ones i wanted really bad and i am mad at myself for not taking i love this movie i'm gonna vote for it yeah, you would have had to take this over Robin Hood, Men yep. Tights. Are you tapping into the right kind of nostalgia? That's what we have to see. Yeah. There's been more 80s nostalgia than 90s nostalgia we've seen. But, man, I wouldn't be surprised if it's right up there in the, in the, runner, would, in the runner-up slot it wouldn't, for surprise, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. My thought process was Robin Hood, Men Tights might have more mass appeal than TMNT. I was hesitant to draft TMNT. Like, I was looking at it the whole time, and I'm like, is there anyone else like this but, but me? If I'm placing a bet head to head on those two, my money's probably going Robin Hood Men Tights. Yeah, like, probably. I, I think I like that movie a lot. But. What do you think? Uh, I would I would go the other way. You go to Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah. Turtles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So Jay has uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles joins Super Troopers. A good combo there for him. Uh, real, real quick, what, who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? Oh, I've always been a Michelangelo guy. Oh, me yeah. too. Yeah, me too. I feel like everyone says Michelangelo. No, really? That's just was always my guy. You know. Yeah. Now, Brennan B., what, what do you think Brennan B.'s favorite Ninja Turtle was? Donatello. Donatello. You guys nailed it. That was an easier question. What color is this paper right here? Chris was definitely a Raphael guy, by the way. Chris is a splinter. <laughs> like, yeah. No, Chris is Fuck you guys. I was Michelangelo. It's like, well, there you go. See, that's why you're Raphael. <laughs> well, me, you, Grant, and Joey are the four Ninja Turtles. Which Ninja Turtle would would we be? Uh, I'd be Michelangelo. You would be Michelangelo. I think Joey would be Donatello. I think Kieran's Leonardo because he's the leader, and you're know, then man. Raphael. I kind of the think, depressed one. I, no, <laughs> I kind of think Joey's Raphael. Wait, oh, that's right. Joey's the cynical. Joey's Raphael. Like, like, Joey's yeah. Raphael. I feel like, like I, I feel like I'd be Donatello then. I, Grant is definitely Donatello. He does the technical stuff. He does the. He's, the technology he's, and the art. He's, he's, he's definitely the smartest, Donatello. Yeah, most cultured. <laughs> I don't know about that. Artie well, is not. Artie is not. I, I, I is it? Yeah, I guess out of the four of us, maybe. Yeah, by far. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. He's he's the reserved. The reserved. I'm literally eating one. pizza right now. Yeah. You're like, Artie is nine percent beers. Is definitely my question. I think I think Joey's Raphael there. <laughs> I think you're right. Actually. I think you're right. Yeah. I think that's Chris better. is Chris is Splinter and Bobcat Splinter. is Shredder. <laughs> Erin uh, is uh, April O'Neil because she's the only female recurring character. Well, uh, is Bobcat Super Shredder? Is Bobcat the, Shredder, obviously. I mean, he's obviously seven, seven he's feet Shredder. tall, so he's got to. Um, you know, Brendan B is Bebop. <laughs> and and Oz, Oz is Rocksteady. <laughs> Oz is Rocksteady. <laughs> 
Oh man, what's Mikula, Jay? Mikula could be April O'Neil too. Yeah. Uh, Jay. Jay, uh, you know, uh, Jay's kind of the sensei Jay's, though, so I feel like wait, Jay might be. Splinter. Jay's Krang, the brain. <laughs> no, that's Chris. <laughs> Jay is the sensei. Jay is Splinter, I think. <laughs> oh, we lost starting. I just don't want to Chris scream is Krang. into the mic with laughter. Oh man, Chris, Chris is, is coming. Krang. Oh. He's like, wait, his like robot potty walks. <laughs> What do you mean I'm crying? All right, like, so Jay selects Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Great Joey picture. R, uh, two picks left in the second round. Joey R, <laughs> with the 11th pick of the second round, picks. Uh, this is the this is the savvy uh, gaming the system pick here. I hate this pick. I'll I'll, uh, I'll, I'll explain why you're wrong in a second. Okay, yeah, I'll, ex- I'll explain why. I'll explain why. This is why I don't like this pick. I'll explain why you're wrong in a second. The last Jedi Joey takes here. 91% critic, 42% audience. His critic pick. Go ahead and explain to me why I'm why I'm wrong. This is another one of those no floor, no ceiling movies. You will not find a Star Wars movie as hated as The Last Jedi. Some people love it. Some people fucking hate it. They don't consider it a Star. Like, they pe- don't consider people, it a Star. People Wars tried movie. to sign a petition to get it struck from canon. Right. And there's a there. And you want to know why it's a 42 percent audience score? Is because there was a movement to downvote it on Rotten Tomatoes. <clears throat> This movie is so hated. I would not. This movie could be Final Four. This movie could be one and done. Neither what's and I feel like it's even odds for both. So Joey's a cheater. Okay. I'm give me my rebuttal here with this because I think you answered your own question here. It qualifies with its 42. Why does it qualify? Because people went out of their way to downvote the higher number. So just by that statement alone. It shouldn't qualify but, because but that it, number should be higher. It works, number, but it works both ways, though. So people hate this movie so much. A very small, aggressive, not, trolly not, faction hates it's it. It's not that small. And here's my... This is my same... Did you ever downvote it? <clears throat> no, because I love this movie. The, oh, right. This is the same thing that I had with the friggin' Batman vs. Superman thing we had last time, is, is, is that the comic book movie fans even if they don't like a specific one, see a comic book movie and say, boom, Kieran, and the Star Wars fans are going to see a Star Wars movie Kieran, you do not Starsky underst- Kieran, and Hutch and this and that. Kieran, you don't understand comic book people. They're fucking lunatics. I think that do Star you, Wars fans are fucking lunatics too. No, but no, but no, that's what I mean. Like The amount of people that, just because it was a Batman v Superman movie, there are so many people that hate that one too. And but, it's not, no, 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 listen. It's not just because it's a comic book movie that they would vote for it. The fact that now I'm going to talk about the the Last Jedi. There are people that will go out of their way to sabotage the Last Jedi. They're not doing and, that in our draft, though, in our tournament. <laughs> Was I right with the Batman one? It got very, very far. It got very far. I voted for it. <laughs> but like I, I, I put it. The, what you're missing is with these comic book people or Star Wars people, is that it's not like oh, it's Star Wars. Let me automatically vote for it. Or it's comic books. Let me automatically vote for it. There are contingencies of people that hate those properties. This is a guaranteed first round win. It's a guaranteed first round win. I don't think Lock I, it don't, in. I don't agree. And probably a second round win too. I don't think so. Okay. It might be. That's like, my it, bold it, that's my bold it, uh, Stephen it, A. It, hot take there. It might be, but I could I could see it easily being eliminated quickly. Mm. I just think the brand recognition alone, it's gonna bowl past two movies in the first round. If <laughs> Okay. Part of me thinks a lot of the followers we've gained over the last couple of years share your opinion on this movie. I don't know. And we'll vote for it. 
I don't. It's it's weird because like from on my on my Twitter, the last Jedi trends every every like once a month for me, and it's like it's half people saying this is the worst movie they've ever seen, and half people praising it. So it's it's. I mean, just the fact that half the people of a movie that's trending are praising it is enough for it to beat Spy Kids or Anaconda or MacGruber. You know, I'm saying MacGruber's well, see, not trending anytime but soon. You, but like you like you you were you called out during the sub fifty last year. You called out Corn specifically. To do that, Corns was going to go against the Last Jedi, so like, you, you just don't really know how it's going to. That's one vote out of a hundred. No, no, I, no, I know, understand so. that, but it's it's like a it's a microcosm of a larger yeah. sample size. We'll see, we'll see. I have my uh, doubts on that. Gapping out the second round here, the Freezers are up again. It's been a little while for them. They're going to take their sub audience, and it's bedazzled. Fifty percent critic, forty three percent audience. Bedazzled. The Brendan Fraser factor coming back again. He's had a very, very good run in these tournaments. This movie's really good. It's really good. I think I've seen on Comedy Central or something. And Elizabeth Hurley is beautiful. Yeah, she is. How do we like this pick? All right, so here here are the sub audience picks so far Spy Kids, MI2, Starsky and Hutch, Last Jedi, Bedazzled. Who has the best chance of winning out of those five? Spy Kids. It's the I, last mean that, Jedi I mean that objectively. Me. I think Spy Kids are Last Jedi. Okay. I think Big Dazzle is a good pick. I think Big Dazzle could have yeah. a little bit of that. that, uh, that Bedazzlement. To grant what you said, the 10 things I hate about you. Maybe. Magic. I, I, know, I know Melissa loves this movie, so I'm, I'm happy that she was able to draft it. Some of these movies are just full-blown bracket-dependent. Like, can especially, they be the second especially movie? The, especially the sub-audience. Yeah. Like, yeah. can they be the second movie in their yeah, bracket? Yeah, yeah. Cap off round two, we had... Joe B. picking McGruber. Kieran B. picking Batman Forever. Artie B. Ooh, Killer B. is going right in a row there. Spy Kids. Bobcat picks MI2. He's a B. Another B. The first name Bs aren't the same as the last name Bs. Brendan B. picks Practical Magic. And there's the capping off the, the Killer Bs there. Grant C. Anaconda. Oz picks I Know What You Did Last Summer. Chris G. picks Big Top Peewee. Steve B. selects Starsky and Hutch. Jay Dowski picks Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1990. Joey R. selects The Last Jedi, and the Freezers take Bedazzled. Okay, we are headed to the third round here, the final round, where everybody now has to take from the uh, the parameter that they uh, have not taken from yet here. So the Freezers take their final pick here. Uh, their first two selections were Tommy Boy and Bedazzled. Here they are in the third round. They have to take Legacy pick here. And they take Final Destination, the airplane movie we were referring to before. Final Destination. I had this one pretty high on my list. This is one of the ones I referenced before when I said uh, I had it in my top five. I had it in the four slot. This is on my short list of Legacy. Yeah. Yeah, this was a Joey R selection. From the uh, first one, right? Yes, in the very yeah. first tournament, yeah. It's one of the better Legacy movies, but it's I, I wouldn't I wasn't gonna take it. It's not my cup of tea. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I kind of I kind of lent, was leaning toward the same theory. Like I, I'm like I think this has a good chance of winning, but I just don't. You know I, I don't. Great. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's woo! Like, I won. <laughs> no, no. Final Destination three. No, that one I will talk about all day. Let's <laughs> let's sign me up for Final Destination three. It's a great pick for the third round. Yeah, Final Destination bedazzled and Tommy Boy. Great shot to win this thing. Would you say, Grant? I think it has a good shot. Yeah. I don't say great. It has a good shot. Uh, of the three movies, how many do you think have a, uh, a chance to get to the final eight? 
Tommy Boy and Final Destination. Okay, so two of the three. Yeah. Two of the three. That's, if, if you got two of the three to get to the eight, that's, you, you've done pretty good. What do you think? That's right. Two out two of three. three. I would agree. Capping off his draft, Joey R is next here. He was very upset, by the way. I think he wanted Final Destination there yes. uh, in that one. Well, they, they had a thing because the Freezers were upset about The Last Jedi, so they had a little swap. Yeah, yeah. that's right. A little that's tit right. for tat. Yeah, so they, they evened each other out with that. Joey has to take from the Legacy Pool 2 here. He takes the one that I was back and forth with with my Batman Forever pick. Literally, I had him, I had him tied with each other. But it's the last action hero. It was a Steve B pick from two years ago. 40 critic, 47 audience. Last action hero. Artie? I've never seen it. <laughs> yeah, I just saw this one recently, and it's awesome. It's fun. I, I loved it, yeah. It's cool. Yeah. The fact that you were, th- you were torn between that and Batman Forever is crazy. I mean, one they were in the same tournament... They were both in the final eight, and Batman Forever advanced, and Last Action Hero didn't, but that could have been matchup dependent. So to me, they were right. Yeah, I don't know. Like, like tournament-wise, they were right on the same bar. You're higher on that movie than I am. Last Action Hero also joins Wet Hot American Summer as his first-round pick, and then he also picked The Last Jedi, which is the eye-roll pick. Um, out, of those, out of those three, how many uh, have a chance of being in the final eight? I'll start. Uh, just because it's fucking Joey R, uh, I'd say all three. <laughs> because I, I, that's how it fucking goes around here. I would I would say Wet Hot has a chance, and I think The Last Jedi has a chance. I, I don't know about Last Action Hero, but I mean they but did it last time. It did it last time, so, so you have know. to you have to give it a shot. Yeah, what about Artie? Uh, all three. Yeah, and how goddamn annoying is that? So annoying. Uh, well, can hey, we, get, can we you, get him out of this? You gotta <laughs> <laughs> you gotta celebrate greatness. What can I say? As annoying as it may be. Third. In the third round here, we have Jay Dowski. And Jay Dowski, he loves his 90s, as we always say. He picks below audience pick. 44% audience, 64% critic. The Nutty Professor, the Eddie Murphy vehicle there. Yep. Um, I think that's a pretty good pick. I, that, that, this, one, this one didn't make I, it I didn't even I, I didn't even look at it. Yeah, I yeah. didn't either. But not because, I mean, I just missed it. I have no interest in this one either. Nutty Professor, what do you think about that one, Hardy? That movie's awesome. <laughs> it's not going to win though. No, well, it, hey, might do, the, it might do pretty we're well. We're in the third round. It might now. do pretty well. Yeah. Third round here, you're you're trying to take unless you're Joey R who's, you know, wins with his third round picks. Take something that can do a little damage, could advance a little bit. And I think Nutty Professor is that that type of movie. And Nutty Professor is like a dangerous save bracket movie. You know, that's like the Instagram yeah. save bracket yeah, that's yeah. going to knock people off left and right. So I think it could do well. Jay ends with Nutty Professor, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Super Troopers. Of those three, how many does he have a chance to get to the Elite Eight? Two. I think Two. Super Troopers and Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Artie? Yeah, I agree. I also agree, too. Uh, does he have a chance of winning this thing? Yes. Unless, if Super Troopers does better than I expect, then yeah. I agree. And I didn't ask that question with Joey because I just assumed that we all <laughs> agree that he's got a chance of winning it. Uh, he never. This is Jay. Yeah, yeah. But with Joey, no, I didn't he, ask it. I'm saying is it, I mm. would imagine that Joey it's tough to doubt never him. does. Joey never not has a chance. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Joey. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Steve B is up next with the fourth pick of the third round, capping off his draft. He goes the legacy pick, and he just said, "Fuck it." Jack, <laughs> and he picked Jack, and I like kind of stood on my seat. I was like, "Someone picked one of my legacy movies." Like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it was like a small victory in a small town. And then my next my legacy like, lives. Why? My legacy lives on. 
I mean, why did you take one of my movies? I, I I've never gotten anywhere close here in this thing. But yeah, Jack is in the mix here. Robin Williams, Fra- Francis Ford Coppola directed J Lo. J Lo, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I feel hey. like the mom is like Diane Lane, the mom. I, I think she is. I just something someone like that or Jane Seymour or something like that. I like Jack. I like Jack too, but everyone got real creeped out by it. Oh, it's oh, it Bill makes Cosby's I feel it. weird. <laughs> Bill Cosby's the doctor. Hey, sure, if I'm... you get the if you get the Jack, you get the Jello, <laughs> and you get the and you just put a little something on the drink, and ooh, you're getting a little magic there. <laughs> oh my God, that was just disturbingly good. <laughs> Uh, I closed. No, I closed my eyes that time, uh, Artie, and I shouldn't have because I imagined someone creeping up behind me. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna take me a little more to recover from that. Diane Lane is the mom, by the way. Also, Fran Drescher. In, in that yes, I remember too. her yes. being in it. And by the way, Bill Cosby's in that. What a frightful <laughs> cast. <laughs> okay, so Steve uh, Jack joins Steve. <laughs> Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, and Starsky and Hutch. So Ace Ventura, Starsky and Hutch, and Jack. Yeah. So Steve only drafted guys with name the movies with names. In the <laughs> <laughs> Out of those three, how many does he have a chance of getting into the final eight? One, one, and that would be Ace, Ace? Ventura. And I and I and I think it's and I don't think it's that high. Mm. Honestly, I want to say zero, but I think Ooh. I think Ace Ventura, Ace Ventura has, like an, has like an eighteen percent chance to get in. All right, so I'm a little I'm a little kinder. I think Ace Ventura's got a good good shot. Ace Ventura to me is going to be Teflon in any kind of save bracket, uh, and if it makes it to that final save bracket, you can lock it in in that last. But unless a Tommy Boy or a Billy Madison somehow drops down, right? So I I think it's got a real good chance of being in the eight. Uh, the other two I think have zero chance. Hmm. Starsky and Hutch and Jack have zero chance of being yeah. the eight. Yeah. And does Steve have a chance of winning this thing? No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, man. Don't cuss me. It's hard. It's, hard. it's like what the perfect so impression good. you do, unfortunately, has to be a very <laughs> Fortunately, it's, it's a- like you being really good at a Kevin Spacey impression. That, I mean, I would. Pay money if that was the guy. I, would I love know, right? Like, <laughs> I would love for you to have a perfect Kevin Spacey. I'll work on it. <laughs> Grant's like, how much would you pay? <laughs> yeah, seriously. That was actually not a bad Kevin that Spacey. That was pretty right good. Yeah. <laughs> Did I just do a Kevin yeah, Spacey? Kind of, yeah. mean to. Chris G. And Chris G. caps off his draft with David Fincher's Alien 3. So he's going to the Alien franchise. He's going to the third installment, 47 and 47 on uh, the breakdown there. We've beaten down on Chris G a little bit here. Is it going to continue, or are we going to bring him up a little bit? Yep. Oh. Oh, we're going to be down on him more. Oh, we're not bringing him up. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, this isn't a good pick. Oh. I, I don't I I think this is a movie that nobody looks back on fondly. This is no one's favorite Alien movie. I think for the most part, everyone's like, after Aliens, this franchise is kind of dead. It's the notable like, part about it is that it's it is David Fincher. I haven't seen this one. Artie, Alien. 3. Oh, you haven't seen this? No. Uh, I've seen Alien Three personally. I think Chris is out of touch with the voters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I don't 
don't think he, he gets it. <laughs> All right. I'm going to ask the question here. Chris G's three movies, Vanilla Sky, Big Top Pee Wee, and Alien 3. Grant. Yes. Out of his three movies, how many uh, have a chance of getting into the Elite? Let me rephrase the question. Let me rephrase the question just to be nice to Chris. Out of his three, which has the best chance of making the final eight? I think Vanilla Sky, actually. Okay, you're going to go Vanilla yeah. Sky. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Alien 3 has the best chance. Okay. I'm more inclined to ask if we should... <laughs> I'm more inclined to ask if we should keep Chris G. <laughs> That is mean spirited. All I'm thinking about right now is Chris rage texting us as he's listening back to this thing. I love I love you, Chris. I'm sorry. Yes. Terrible suggestion by Artie. I don't support it. I don't agree with it. Keeping um, keeping him around is in question. <laughs> it should it should be it should be noted that he just won the horror tournament. He did win the horror tournament, just, yes. The shining <laughs> So there is a little bit of blasphemy going on here. Listen, he has exactly as many tournaments wins as you do, Artie, and one more than I have. Listen, even a broken clock is right twice a day, and I'm not. Why haven't I been right yet? Then? What's I'm not, the, well, you're, you're due. I'm not because your, your clock not, has no hands on it. I'm also not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm an unplugged digital clock. Yeah. Right now. You're just blinking twelves <laughs> for eleven years. Damn, damn it. All right, no, we're moving on. We're moving on. Uh, Oz is up next, and pe- speaking of threes, Oz yeah. selects Scream Three, my least favorite of the Scream movies. Forty-one uh, percent. Yeah. Well, it's the worst. Critic is thirty-eight percent audience. This was a fuck it pick from Oz, though. He had the fuck it. He goes ah, fuck it. I'm picking Scream Three. Yeah, because um, uh, he, he loves he loves the franchise. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you'll get more brand recognition <clears throat> by picking Scream Three than you will with Alien Three. Yes. Yeah. Scream 5 sucks too, though. I know you guys love that. I did like Scream 5. Ugh. Artie. I haven't seen past Scream 4. I'm not going to talk. But Scream 3. Well, I'm asking you to comment on Scream 3. <clears throat> oh, it's the worst. Yeah. It's bad. It's not even comparable to 1 or 2. So Oz, Oz matches yeah. Scream 3 with I Know What You Did Last Summer and Billy Madison. A pretty solid three pick there. You had a, you had like a, good, you had a good draft. Well, 90s good draft. love there. Finally. Billy Madison. I know what you did last summer. Scream three. Oz, out of those three, how many does he have to get into the final eight? One definitely. And if things break right, I can see. I know what you did last summer breaking in. I'm on the same pretty, page. Pretty, pretty, yeah. Scream three zero chance. I'd say a three percent chance. Yeah, I also wouldn't go zero. I'd say it has a slight chance. It's, it's a, a non-zero zero. chance. Yeah, it's a non-zero yeah. chance. Yeah. Would you also say two already? I, I totally agree yeah, with with, yeah, with yeah, what Grant said. Could Oz win this thing? Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I yeah. think Billy Madison could be the winner. It yep. could. Yeah. Up next. Which will tell us a lot about our new followers. <laughs> yeah, it could. It could. <laughs> it really a lot would. more voters coming on Instagram <laughs> since Grant. I should have shouted this out at the beginning of this yeah. thing. Um, yeah, maybe I'll splice this in the in the beginning here. We'll do a little... <laughs> we should say the voting on this thing is going to go down on Twitter. That's where you're going to vote for all these... Uh, all these pools here. It's a or, cup. or X, whatever it's called. Whatever it's called these days. We're going with Twitter. Twitter X. Maybe we'll just start calling it Twitter X, whatever. But Twitter. It's going to go down on Twitter, World Cup style. We'll have the pools, the top two from the first round advance. Second round, it's three movies. The top one advances. Then we get to the quarterfinals, the Elite Eight. 
Those movies are going to go head-to-head at that point. Now, we will have a little Instagram save bracket. So if you get ousted on Twitter in the first round or in the second round, you head over to Instagram and you battle it out there. When we get to the, the lead eight, it's Twitter and Instagram together. But I need to add into this thing a little bit of tradition is going to get tweaked here because we have many, many more followers on Instagram now. Thanks to uh, Grant. You had a little. Uh, a, a you very, had a little. A post that went viral here. A very filthy, a very filthy reel on Instagram about. about All right, he's clapping. <laughs> no, I'm making, the, I'm making he's, the noise. He's, cla- he's clapping. He's clapping cheeks. This, this, is, this, is, the, this is the noise that's in the in the thing that yeah, went viral. A, a Titanic. Uh, it was Fourth titan- of July related titanic, titanic post. A Titanic reel about Rose reminiscing about Jack, and uh, you know, and her taking herself to out to out to dinner, so to speak. <laughs> As an old lady. As the two, time of this recording, almost two, 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 and a half, two and a half million views. And 2.5 million views. Yeah. 90 some odd, 90,000 some odd likes. 200,000 shares. It was yeah, like no, a, and, it's, and, it, it really, it really, uh, really took off. And we more than doubled our followers. So We did, yeah. The voting in this might be a little different. We'll see, it, we'll see who, uh, we'll see if anyone, or you'll see how active people are, yeah. are on your followers. Yeah, so, but one thing is for sure, though, that Instagram will impact this thing more than any draft that we've had. This seems like it, yeah. Okay, Grant Z, we're capping off your draft here now. You selected in the third round the LL Cool J classic. You yep. love your shark movies, Grant. I do love my shark movies. Deep Blue Sea, 60% critic. Uh, 60% critic. <laughs> okay, I was not ready for that. A 60% critic, 39% audience. That is a weird uh, number there. Deep Blue Sea, Grant. Talk to us about that. This movie's a lot of fun. It was, it was on my short list of movies that... Uh, we're sub sub fifty audience, so I, I'm um, I just figured I'd have fun with it. Yeah, this feels like an RDB movie. Would I be correct with that? Yeah, you're right. I, <laughs> I saw this in theaters. I I love this movie. It's fun. It's, it's stupid, but it's fun. But it never it, it walks a thin line of being like this movie should suck, but it kind of stays good. Yeah, I don't know. I love it. I really love I'm, it. I'm glad. I, it was on my list. Was it? It was on my Great. list. All right, so Grant, you take heavyweights, you add it to Anaconda, and you add it to Deep Blue Sea. You got a lot of, you got a lot of carnivorous animals in the mix. And, and rappers. And right, yeah, and, yeah. and candy bars. Artie, I'll ask you. Out of those three, how many have a chance of making the final eight? There? Two. Say uh, Anaconda and heavyweights. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna lean to. I'm on like one and a half. I think Anaconda, just by record, you know, its past record alone, I think you'd have to say. I mean, it was a runner-up. You have to be say it can make the eight. Of course. I, heavyweights is such a coin flip for me. Like, I kind of put it in the Hocus Pocus book. You know, like it's really now Hocus Pocus had a little extra working with it because there was that horror. Is it really horror yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. thing? So that was working against it. But I, I kind of have it in the same boat there. I like heavyweights. I could see myself voting for it. I, yeah, we I have, have some doubts. The, we'll have to see how the first round goes for it. Yeah, I have some doubts there. Yeah. So I, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll say just to be different, I'll say one, because I okay. don't think Deep Blue Sea could go. I, I do think Deep Blue Sea could advance past the first round. I agree with I, that. I think it could. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna vote for it if it's in the right bracket. Grant, yeah, as the as the as the person who selected them, how many do you think you get to? The end? Uh, I th- I think two. I I, th- I think like I said, I think heavyweights is a, is a sneaky sleeper pick. Um, and I think Anaconda has a track record. Then, and it wasn't that long ago where it, it did make the finals. So it's true. Yeah, you know. So. And deeply see hope for the best. Yeah. Could Grant win this thing already? Of course. With Anaconda. 
he's he's Grant. Well, that's a good answer. That's a good I answer. I haven't been Grant in a while, so I hate to do this to you, Grant. <clears throat> I don't think you're going to win this one. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, just if I'm being just looking at the spreadsheets here, again, I mean, already established very early on, my opinion means very little here it's because <laughs> the movies that I like don't win, and the movies that win I don't like. So also, you know, we got to bring something up. This curse of the number one pick. You've had the most number one picks. This is kind of the curse of Grant. Maybe. Maybe. I can't, you can't call it the curse of Grant, though, because he's won more tournaments than anyone. So it's like, that's, that's like saying, like, picks. oh, the Yankees always lose. It's like, yeah, but they also have won more <laughs> than everyone else. Like, they're always in it, you know? Like, so it's like, you, of course he's going to miss some because he's constantly there. Listen, sure, my argument needs a lot of refinement. <laughs> <laughs> All of your wins, out of all your wins, none of them have been from the top slots. So this is kind of a yeah. weird, ironic... Uh, uh, I know. Um, and you've had the most first picks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, a, it's an interesting thing. We gotta, maybe we have to do a, spe- a BPC special on the... Uh, if I'll tell you what. If Tommy Boy Imagine. loses, I think we have to do a BPC special on the curse of the of Yeah, the 30 for 30. Yeah, no one will listen, but... It will, uh, <laughs> I, I, 30 I seconds. For, <laughs> a self For 30 people. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> years actually it's 15 people (laughs) (laughs) okay brendan b capping off his draft it took quite a while for him to cap off his draft because he was having a hard time (laughs) processing that he needed it needed to be under 40 percent under 50 percent for the audience here he finally landed on 50 shades of gray this might be the biggest surprise in this whole draft just in terms of Brendan picking this movie. <laughs> the same man who drafted Passion of the Christ. I think this is Aaron. I think Fifty Shades of Grey is the classic example of a movie that everybody's heard of but nobody would vote for. Is that fair to say? Yep. It's very it's it's very very matchup dependent. But it's I I I think it, I don't think it has much is of a it, chance. Nah, well, what okay. is it gonna be? So I, Grant, I, I think you're right in the sense that it has a four percent chance of being in a bracket it can win. There are people out there that I think like this movie for the trash that it is, and it doesn't doesn't have to beat all the movies; just has to beat two movies. True. So I, I, I listen. I not going past the first round. If that, I don't think it's going to, but it could. It could. I, I, I mean, this this is a classic example of a movie that could surprise me. But to me, like if it's head to head against Big Top Pee Wee, I think Big Top Pee Wee wins. So I just, I just think it does. So. I, I don't know what. I, I do. I don't. Is I don't. Big top peewee. I don't win think something. That, I don't think it's not winning anything. I don't think no that, one's heard of that. I don't think 50, I've never heard of that until today. I don't think Fifty Shades of Grey has any chance of advancing. I just don't see people voting for it. I mm. would vote for it over Big Peewee. Whatever. <laughs> All right. So Brennan B's three movies are Jennifer's Body, Practical Magic, and Fifty Shades of Grey. So we could just stop talking about him. Yeah, done. <laughs> I, I think this is the weakest combination of three that we've discussed so far. Is that safe to say? Uh, he's got like one movie that might make it past the first round. In Jennifer's Body? Yeah, like it might. Grant, where, where are you landing on this? Yeah, I don't think he has much of a chance, but for some reason, Practical Magic is speaking to me. There I might feel be like, something I feel like there that, might, that I don't I feel know like about. that might, and that's, and that's also like one of the movies that's kind of an outlier. Yeah. In terms of genre. Right. We'll have to see. Elite Eight. There's always that one random movie that does really well. Yeah, and, true. And, you know, it's yeah. always Joey R always picks it. The Night of the Hunter. Uh, the Night yeah. of the Hunter Factor. Uh, that, was, that was a big surprise. 
And Brendan, any chance of winning? No. No, no I would agree. Bobcat up next, capping things off. I love Bobcat's last pick, by the way. It, it's great. I mean, someone had to do it, and I'm glad yeah. he did it. And he did it in the right part of the draft, too. The classic bad movie. Uh, the Citizen Kane of bad movies, if sure. you will. Yeah. Or The Godfather of bad movies. I don't know how you want to put it, but The Room. Yep. The Room. 2547. It's from the legacy list. Uh, totally makes sense at this point in the draft. There's only three people behind him. This is truly the end of the draft. Uh, love the pick. And I do think it has a chance of advancing here because when it got bounced, there was heat in that first draft. Like, how could this movie be out this early? Like, there was like people were not happy when it got bounced. Yeah. He somehow found value in the legacy pool. Yep. You know? Yeah, very much. Like, so. he, he actually got something that should have already went. Yeah. Not as sexy as the Batman Final Destination Anaconda type of picks, but right. it's there and it probably could beat all those movies. It, it depending it on it's pool dependent, but it could it definitely yeah. could. Just had you, its anniversary. You want, yeah, you wonder how the um the expanded uh follower base that we have you wonder how that how that will affect this movie. Right. That first pool that first tournament yeah. was only like thirty votes. Yeah. Right. Now we're gonna be well over a hundred pushing two hundred. Ho- hopefully. It's, well, yeah. these are always it's his best. anyway. It's right it's Bobcat's best pick. Uh, uh yeah. I okay, agree. so Bobcat's other picks were St. Elmo's Fire, Mission Impossible 2, and The Room. And I think that's a good draft from Bobcat. I think yeah. one of the better drafts he's had. Uh, Kitty, how many out of those three can make it to the eight? One. And I, that I, is The Room. I think I think The Room can make it, and uh, St. Elmo's Fire has a chance. I agree. It's the only 80s movie in this thing. No, no not Rocky. Rocky IV. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That you picked. True. Yeah. I just I I don't I don't look at I don't look at Rocky. I look at it as a Rocky movie, not an eighties movie. I, I think two could get in. I think the room could. I think uh, Saint Elmo's Fire could. And uh, Artie, you're saying one. The room. The room could absolutely do it. It was on my list. Could he win? No. No. I think he could. With, With what? I think the room could win. I don't think it's winning. I, well, I don't, that's cool. That's I, why you I, haven't I won any sub fifty. <laughs> The question was, could he win? And I think there, I think it is a non-zero chance. I think there's a percentage of chance that it could have this wave it's, of it's the bad real, movie tournament. I think it's real slim. I mean, I'm going to give everything in the world a non-zero percent chance of happening, but this is as close as it gets to zero. Big Top Peewee? It's, they're both as close as it gets to zero. Okay. Oh, oh, I, oh, I think it's a, I think it's a better shot than Big Top Peewee. Oh, they're... Uh, sure, but like point oh 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 one and point oh oh. But I, I think I think like, if you I think if you stack happening. I think if you stack up the room against Tommy Boy, or like there one could of the be heavy a brutal hitters, bracket. I think I think Tommy I think the I think the heavy hitters take care of it pretty easily. Yeah, I mean, and you just said that the room has a good chance of making the quarterfinals, and you have on your pad of paper that. Big Top Peewee's not going to get 9% of the vote in the first round. So uh, there's a gap between those two movies here. It's not. Sure. So point zero 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 one. come on. Like, there's a different, there's a gap there. RDB, just right on cue. Here he is. He takes his legacy pick. He's, got, he's the final person to pick from the pool. So all the movies left, only one can move on. I totally fucked up. Waited on QB too long. Uh, you love golf, though. Yeah, I love golf. And so I this is my ori- I think I thought it was my original pick. It was. Uh, it was. The Legend of Bagger Vance. 4665. It was Will your Smith. pick from the very first draft. Yeah, Will so. Will Smith. I can always get Matt behind Matt Damon, taking, Charlize Theron. 
Yeah, I could always get behind taking one of your original picks and trying to bring it back into Directed by sure. Robert Radford. So Artie caps off his draft with The Legend of Bagger Vance. His first round pick was Robin Hood Men in Tights and Spy Kids. So Spy Kids, Robin Hood Men in Tights and The Legend of Bagger Vance. Grant, I pose to you. Yes. Out of those three, how many can make it to the Elite Eight? Uh, you try to tell me what to say. He's <laughs> giving a man. <laughs> he signals. just like flashed up to number two. Uh, <laughs> just for that, I'm going to dock you one. Um, I think Robin Hood Men Tights has the best chance. I think, does it have a chance though? Is the question. I think it has a chance. Yeah. I would agree. I think that's the only one that has a chance. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, that 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 one is is. I think very potentially Elite Eight bound. I wouldn't be stunned if Spy Kids surprises me because there might be something there that I'm, yeah, not, I'm no, not locked into. I, I, uh, I, th- I, I think, don't think it's happening, though. I think it's, I think it's the, um, the wave of you know, kids that, were, that grew up with the movie, now are voting. Could Maybe. I, I, that, could, that could push it forward. There's, I don't there's... expect to see it, though. Uh, Artie, how do you feel about <laughs> yours? What, what, uh, how many do you think are going to be in the Elite Eight? <laughs> 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 he glares at me. <laughs> Two. Two spy kids and uh, or, or you have a Robin you know, does already have a chance to win Grant. No, yeah, I don't think so either. Fuck you guys. Have next two people left here, and I'm up next. My third round pick here. I had to step out of side of the box on this one uh, to get a little wild, get a little weird. Cruising. Cruising. Cru- cruising. This is the stupidest pick in any draft <laughs> we've done. It's a movie no one's ever heard of. Well, that's it, not not necessarily true. Kieran, this is the worst pick, I'm just telling you, of any draft we've ever done. I tried to channel my inner knight of the hunter here. I wanted to go outside of the box, try to take something in an era that really hasn't been picked from yet. It's the earliest movie in the draft, 1980. Al Pacino, directed by um, William Freakin. Uh, I, uh, listen, I... Second to last pick of the draft. You guys can laugh all you want. The second to last I'm, pick I'm, of the I'm draft. I'm laughing at Arnie. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at Arnie. Second to last I'm pick of the draft. I'm you got to take a big William, swing. William Freakin. Yeah. William Friedkin. Freaking yeah. horrible movie. <laughs> I don't know that I want to talk about it, to be honest. <laughs> But uh, well, I don't think the audience wants to listen to it. I'm so. going for I'm Spirit. going for some here. I'm Grant. Yeah. You have anything to add to the conversation? I, I know I know uh, nothing about this movie, so I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I just. Yeah. Artie's fucking cracking me up. I know. I don't mean that as a dig. I just, I'm just unfamiliar with it. So, but like, getting using drafting a movie that is in a in an era or a genre that's kind of underrepresented might work in your favor. It's, it's, it's just prestige yeah. director, prestige yeah, yeah. actor. Yeah. You know, different different look, different look in this thing, but yeah. we'll, we'll see. Uh, okay, so I cap off my draft with Rocky Four, Batman Forever, and Cruisin'. So, Artie, I'll ask you. Out of those three, how many think of a chance of being in the Elite Eight? If I had to set a number, it'd be a 1.5. Okay, so kind I of think Batman out Forever is probably going to be probably going to get in. Rocky Four is fifty eh, percent, and the other one's garbage. Yeah, yeah okay. I, th- I think Batman Forever is a really good shot. Rocky Four 
could. Okay, so you're kind of in the same. It, it could, yeah. Same kind of boat there. Yeah. Uh, I, I put mine at, at two. You know, I, I think the ceiling for the second to last pick in the draft in the absolute best case scenario is Elite Eight. You know, you look at like dodgeballs, the last pick in the draft. Yeah. I don't think cruising necessarily can get that far, but to no, me, if I can advance not. a round or so, uh, I can black cauldron it. That's kind of how I'm looking at it at this point. But um, last pick in the draft there. Uh, do I have a chance of winning? Uh, with Batman Forever, I think you do. Wow. See, I'm thinking Rocky Four has got a chance of winning. Mm, no. No, I don't, okay. think, I don't see it. Right. I'd vote for Batman Forever. I wouldn't for Rocky Four. I also think you have a chance of winning with uh, Batman Forever. By okay. the way, oh, so you, I do have a chance. Yeah, because okay. that was on my list. That was high. Hmm. Okay, all right. I'm getting some, I'm getting some, some encouragement here. All right, Joe B caps <laughs> off the draft as one lottery ball. His last pick, multiplicity, which is what he hopes to do with his lottery balls in this draft to kind of multiply, multiply them. them. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> Michael, Michael Keaton uh, plays several Michael Keatons in this one, including sure. Steve, uh, forty-five, forty-nine. This is his sub-audience pick. Joe B caps off. First of all, multiplicity. You guys have any relationship with this movie? <laughs> this movie's hilarious. To yeah, watch. I've, I've seen this movie quite a bit. Um, Classic VHS movie. It was on, yeah. for it was on the, TV all the time. The VHS rental. Yeah, yeah. Like no, HBO. It was, yeah, I saw this in the theaters. Really? Yeah, yeah. No, it was. Good. I remember loving it. Hi, Steve. So, they all when they all have sex with the wife, and he's like, "Wait, you all had sex with her?" Like Michael Keaton is night. really awesome. Yeah, the old. This was a classic. This is a classic PG thirteen movie that, like, you know, we're watching and my parents are like cringing a little bit. So they're like, uh, "Remember like, that like, line PG thirteen going she, on here?" She, she like she blows one of them in the shower. Yeah, like it's, it's just it's, like it's pushing it. It's yeah. pushing it for a PG thirteen. If you're like, you know, it's a hard eleven. You remember you you're watching movie with movies with your parents on TV. Like even if it's like on. WPIX or whatever they there'd always be a scene they go a little too far and everyone's just sitting there like oh. uh. the the dad and the mom are like oh god this is awkward and and then I'm sitting there on the couch they're like let's hope this is over his head and then they're like, like I don't think it's over his head I'm like, uh, no, there are a couple of you're like oh, I have to go to the bathroom oh. for a minute I'll be back for in three minutes there were a couple Seinfeld episodes like that where they just like went uh, they took like a left hook yeah and it was like oh. Okay, this is awkward for a little bit. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, but uh, all right. So uh, Joe B caps off his draft at Empire Records, McGruber, and Multiplicity. He has one that could make the Elite Eight. Empire Records. Empire Records. Thirty-three percent chance of making the Elite Eight with Empire Records. Yeah. The other two don't have a shot. No. I agree. Yeah, I think I agree. Could he win this thing? No. No. I'm not uh, going to say no. You know what? No. I'm not going to say no either. Because Empire the point Records that Grant brought win. up before, that 10 things I hate about you factor, that'll always sit in the back of my head where it's like, that. this is in that little bracket. And I would have said that that, that, that movie had 0% chance of winning. I might have even said it in, in the draft episode. I'll have to go back and listen. But I would have said that it had 0% chance, and it was like two votes away. Yeah, from winning the whole thing. So One, I, I, yeah. I the my yeah, issue the, the is Peterson if it, W Hill vote. Yes. The bi- the biggest thing is if it like comes down to like Empire Records or Tommy Boy, like there's a zero percent chance I'm I'm voting for Empire Records. So there's basically a zero percent chance I would ever think it would win. Yeah, 
I just I, I 100% just, think Tommy Boy wins. But you use that same mentality in the rom-com with 10 Things I Hate About You versus whatever. I, I singer or whatever it might have been. Yeah, but I, ne- I never even considered 10 Things. That's I what I'm about. saying. Like, That's what I'm saying is that yeah. there are movies that will supersede your vote. You know? Oh, sure, sure. Okay, guys. So that is the list here. Um, I have to go around Ooh. the table. Give me a now. This is never perfect here because of bracket dependency and and all this stuff. Sometimes the best two movies in the draft could face each other in the quarterfinal round. This is not right now. Is, we're almost done. <laughs> Let's take that last adjustment for the best five minutes. This will really put the episode over the top. Um, the best two movies in the draft could go up against each other in the quarterfinal round, so it's not even yeah. perfect, but give me your final four out of the movies we've discussed here today. <clears throat> I want to say Anaconda. Let's see. Billy Madison. And, you know, I think Batman Forever. Wow, okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Very nice. Wild. The, the Karen B movie there. I like that. Wild. Uh, RDB, final of four. Of all these movies, yeah. we just picked, I just wrote this down. You just watched Yeah, me. I did, yeah. Tommy Boy, Billy Madison, Anaconda, <laughs> and Last Jedi. Ooh, oh, wow. off by close. one. Very close. Wow. And I think I might have picked your perfect last. Last, well, last Jedi. No, I know. I, I, I there's some, there's something like that, your personal. Oh, my personal list. Yeah, that's my. It's my. Yeah, I love that movie. All right, I'm gonna go. Uh, Tommy Boy, Billy Madison, Rocky Four. And, and I, this is where I'm with this, this this fourth movie here is real elusive. So I'm gonna pick something. I'm gonna pick something a little. Wacky, Alien Three. I think no, I'm not gonna pick that. Big oh, let's go. Movie. Let's let's kind of back up what I was. No, I'm gonna go Super Troopers. I'm gonna go Super Troopers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Tommy Boy, Super Troopers, Billy Madison, and Rocky Four. All first rounders there. But uh, um, I, I'm very close to picking. Was very close Anaconda, to picking. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, Last Jedi. No. But I think that's an eight, and maybe maybe caps off there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, guys. This was great. Now uh, we get to find out what the freezers have to say about the pools. We're going to release the pools and the brackets right now. Everything we talked about was before we knew what was going head to head here in this thing. It all changes now. You're going to find out what the World Cup style pools. You can vote on Twitter. At Best Picture Cast, get over there, get it done, uh, join the fun, join the party, and have your voice heard. Let us know. Also, our email is bestpicturepodcast at yahoo.com, bestpicturepodcast at yahoo.com. Let us know what you think about any of these picks, where we got it right, where we got it wrong. If we made, if we made fun of something you love, let us know. If uh, <laughs> we didn't make fun of something enough, we'd like that even better. Yeah. Um, and uh, also DM us on any of our, our, uh, our social media handles. Best Picture Cast. Look forward to hearing from you. And uh, Grant, Artie, best of luck in this thing. You want to say your uh, goodbyes here? You want to do a little duel before you go? Slap each other with white gloves? Honestly, Grant, it was a pleasure teaming up with you again. This was hilarious. I I love you. I love you guys so much. (laughs) This is so great. All right. May the best sub-50 competitor win. Bye. Bye. You stole my line. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and now we bring in Adam and Melissa, and as we so affectionately call them, the Freezers. Adam and Melissa, what's up? Hey. <laughs> oh, we're good. I, I love an affectionate name that almost sounds like a good, like, 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 
the bruisers on a hockey team, right? The fucking freezers are out to get you. Yeah. Or something. I don't know. You could be like a 90s WWF tag team. with Oh, the, oh yeah. we like would. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Grant needs to make that shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So uh, we're here to break down the pools. It's kind of become tradition here. Uh, with with the three of us here at the back half of these draft episodes, um, but first, uh, why don't you uh, tell the people you know why we refer to you as the freezers? What's the uh, the entity there, and do your little little plug there? Oh sure. So uh, a few years ago, we were like, hey, we should get into this podcasting game, and uh, we came up with uh, an avenue to talk about the kind of films that you you love to hate or you, you hate to hate. You know, hard to say. Uh, so below freezing is the podcast that we do. We talk about movies that have a critical Rotten Tomato score of 32% or less. Um, we had a whole bunch that we kind of recorded and, and came through the the summer. So we did uh, like Dirty Work and General's Daughter and Hook. There was a few there that we did. We did just record one the other night. It's not out yet, but you know it'll probably be out soon. We, we just talked the remake of The Grudge. So that'll be coming out. Oh, boy. Um, soon but yeah, yeah we we honestly we drink and it have did fun. not go the way i thought it would it, just so you know yes. <laughs> the podcast had a twist it, so. yes wow there you go. love there a go. good twist love a good twist so uh, that obviously fits right into what we're doing here today i think that's what uh caused us to reach out to you guys and get you in the mix here and now uh, you've you've kind of bled into all the tournaments here at bpc so um it's it's gone well but hasn't produced a win yet I, I will say and and we talked about this during the draft i think for us the win was somehow getting the first pick like that was just bananas i i, I do have to say so when adam showed me like <laughs> that video the, the the odds no it was before, oh, the odds, yes. it was before you even said anything and i was like so when do we get to get first and you were like <laughs> no that's not it's not going to happen. And I was like, but what if? And I was like, I think this is rigged. We should get first. And then Adam showed me the video, and I was like, <laughs> out. Yep. Take me to the casino right now. Let me bet on everything. <laughs> Seriously, a 2% chance it was, uh, I think you had three lottery balls out of 103. So that's that's quite the quite the odds there. But hey, it, the first one pulled, it said freezers, and here you are with the number one pick. Oh, my God. Yeah. Probably your best chance to win one of these. I, I would say so. I would say so. Well, like I I thought we were the winners just based off of having <laughs> the first pick. But no, I'm very excited to talk about these movies because now I feel really confident. <laughs> now, were were you guys uh, happy with your draft and how, how it turned out, what you ended up with? Yes, I think there was one we wish we would have so, had. Well, yeah, I, we but, were. It, you know. it was just so funny how long it lasted, and then the the pick before the, the us, pick before yeah. yeah yeah so but but no ultimately yes I do think that we're we we got we got the the pick that I think we felt really confident about we got a true blue Melissa pick oh, in yes, there we did. I think we're good we're we're yeah. solid across that's the board. that's great to hear All right so you're 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 coming into this thing as as good as you'd hope uh, and I always I have fun doing this with you guys at the end of this because we have our our draft portion of the episode where we go through each one and we you know break everybody's balls or whatnot. And we have our general, uh, our general opinion of the movies, but we're all very much like we're the same age living in the same area of the same demographic. So our opinions are pretty much like not a surprise amongst each other. But then when I bring you guys in, there's always Adam, there's always like one or two that you highlight and you go, there's no chance with this movie. There's, there's no way. And, and I'm like, Oh geez, I didn't think about that. And then, you know, more often than not, you're right. And then Melissa, obviously you give us a good, uh, I mean, you guys are a little younger than us, not much, maybe like three or four years and from the other side of the country. So 
in a little a little wider perspective. I so will say though, so, yeah, we're young and hip. Yeah, cool. I'll take. I it. mean, you could say that again. <laughs> Keep saying it. And I'm younger than Adam, so let's just. Well, there you there. go. There you go. You're the young one in the crew. Then, I love it. And uh, I will say though, when we did our action one, you buried Adam. You buried Lethal Weapon. And that ended up just taking out everybody left and right and went all the way to the Elite Eight there. So I, I just didn't I didn't think it had now and I will say, I like Lethal Weapon. I don't I wasn't shitting <laughs> on the movie. I didn't think it I didn't think it had legs to stand on. And clearly that was just not the case. Yeah, it, it was the big surprise. There's always one shocker in this thing. And in sports it was uh, dodgeball and, and you know, lethal weapon in action. So you never quite know i think rom-com was 10 things i hate about you went all the way to the finals so you never quite know how it's going to go particularly in the sub 50 because it's just always a bizarre grouping of movies all right so let's uh, let's go through the pools here going to be nine pools a through i and there's four movies in a pool okay so the top two will advance so you don't have to finish first you just got to be in that top two there you got to be in the upper half in your pool then they go on to the second round. The way to vote for this, uh, when we roll this one out, it will be on Twitter. And uh, that's at Best Picture Cast or Twitter X or whatever we're calling it these days. It just takes oh, the extra I'm couple... I'm going to have to re-download that app. It takes an extra couple seconds for me to find it on my phone now. And you'll add that up and it'll probably be a whole day of my life lost because of this uh, brand change. But uh, yeah, so at Best Picture Cast. Also join us on Instagram. That's where the save bracket's going to come in. So if any of these movies get bounced in uh, in that first round there they will have a second chance on instagram so that's also at best picture cast so all right are you guys ready for pool a getting started i am ready hold on you can totally cut this but i just have to tell you something okay sure (laughs) or keep it in i don't care the new app or what is it x i'm so i might be the youngest but i really am the oldest and don't understand any of this stuff i thought somehow a porn app popped up on my phone just because of how it looked i don't know why i thought porn but <laughs> I deleted it instantly <laughs> because I thought somebody hacked my phone. And then when Adam was logging uh, into your guys's thing on Monday and he starts to click it, I was like, you got the app too? Like I was so confused. It definitely has like a, a computer virus look to it. I'll, I'll say that. Before we do pool A, what are you guys drinking? What are you sipping on here today? You mentioned uh, the previous that I, I came back from Washington. I did some shows. So I brought back some some Washington beer and wine. Uh, that you can't find here in the Upper Peninsula. So Melissa is drinking a Chateau Saint Michel Riesling. Riesling. I thought it was a Riesling. Okay. Yes. Uh, and this is, I believe, this is out of Portland. But I'm drinking a uh, Silver City Brewery Ride the Spiral Double IPA with pineapple and orange. I do miss this one quite a bit. It is fucking tasty as hell. It's like eight point something. It is really good. I enjoyed this one a lot. Awesome. And what's the name of that brewery again? Silver City Brewery. Sick. All right, cool. Nice. Uh, Seattle Brewery or oh, Washington sorry. or no? Yeah, Bremerton, Washington. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Nice. Nice. And you know, Melissa, I'm I'm the same way with wine too. It's like I, I don't always know what I'm drinking. It's a, is it the red or the white? You know, that's pretty much what it comes down to. To shout out one of the movies we may be talking about here in a little bit. But uh, I've now at least like matured enough to know the different types of reds that I'm drinking. But you know, the brands and and the regions that that I'm not I'm not up to that yet. It's it's yeah. just the type and the cost. You know, that's pretty much what it comes down to. So. Sure. Yeah. All right. I'm drinking a, a Line and Kugel Summer Shandy. So it's kind of somewhat near you guys, right? I think it's Milwaukee. Oh, uh, Line yeah. and Kugel's based out of. But I do, I do like that Shandy. That's good. 
Yeah, nice, refreshing this time of year, end of the summer. It's a good, easy, uh, it's a nice a nice pool beer, you know, if you're hanging out by the pool, but we're on the beach. But anyway, let's uh, let's get to these pools here. Speaking of pools, uh, pool A, we have Starsky and Hutch, Big Top Pee Wee, R.I.P., Batman Forever, and Multiplicity, the final pick in the draft. So Starsky and Hutch, Big Top Pee Wee, Batman Forever and Multiplicity. Adam's cackling already. <laughs> I mean, so I've not seen Pee-wee's Big Adventure since I was like five. So just uh, to clear, just to clarify though, Adam, this is not Pee-wee's Big oh, Adventure. This is sorry, Big, Big Top, Top Pee-wee, Pee-wee yes. which is far worse. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so, so uh, quick correction: I've never seen Big Top Pee-wee, and Batman Forever has a very, very uh, near place near and dear to my heart. Uh, this is a. I know you. I think you picked Batman Forever. This I have pretty, Batman Forever. Th- yeah. This is a weak pool, and I could definitely see Batman oh, Forever. Batman Forever is definitely going through. Yeah. Yeah. I. Multiplicity. Uh, Who? What? That's multiple. It's a Michael Keaton <laughs> comedy. There's like five Michael Keatons in the same movie. Oh God! He, I don't like, think clones I've ever himself. seen this. It's okay. Wow, you didn't you didn't miss anything. Yeah, it's a, it's a '90s, you know, try to try to sneak people into buying a movie ticket type of movie. There, okay. you know, try to try to spike the box office with Michael Keaton's face, pretty much. But uh, <laughs> it is a weak bracket. Um, I think these these first couple are going to be a little weak here, which you know makes it back heavy. <laughs> but I think Batman Forever would be I would be pretty confident there in that moving on. But what what else though? What's the second one? Starsky I mean, and Hutch, Big Top Pee Wee I- Multiplicity. I think Big Top Pee Wee is going to make it. I've never seen it. I think that is going to get pushed through, though. Just like I think some first round Paul Rubens love could, yeah. could be in. The yeah, I, I um, think if Chris if Chris is going for that the R.I.P. love with with Pee Wee and the the memoriam stuff, this is the kind of pool he needed, you know. Yeah. So uh, you get the weak pool, and he might that might edge him out. Otherwise, I would have thought maybe Starsky and Hutch. Uh, although I haven't seen it, I, I think maybe just a little more star power. It, this, this, it is funny. The, it, kind of. I think I, I saw it in high school. I, well, no, I just like it. I, it felt like it felt like both cashing in on the craze of rebooting old TV shows with the craze of that whole group of Vince Vaughn, Owen uh, Wilson, Ben Stiller, Owen Wilson. Like, yeah. and I just it felt like the weakest of both of those of the, of the TV remakes into film and of those guys' right. like mid nine or mid two thousands career. Yeah, which is exactly why I never watched it. So, you know, um, yeah, okay, yeah, I, I hear you there. Uh, all right, so let's uh, let's head on to Pool B here, and we have the Legend of Bagger Vance. I, I I knew I had to look at Adam's face when I read that one off. He's already shaking his head. Jennifer's Body, Empire Records, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from 1990. So, Legend of Bagger Vance, Jennifer's Body. Empire Records and TMNT. Adam, take it away with uh, the Legend of Bagger Vance. Um, you know, I can't say that I've seen it since. I mean, what was that like late nineties, two thousand? Um, yeah, probably about right. I I definitely have not seen it since I rented it from Hollywood Video. Um, and I think it's rightfully maligned. Like I I just think <laughs> it's it's the it's it was an Oscar bait movie and it failed, you know, it just didn't live up to what that was going to be. I have not seen Jennifer's body or empire records. I know of both of them. I vaguely know what each one's about. Uh, But having said that, this is, this is TMNT. Oh, well that definitely is making it through is TMNT. I'm kind of shocked. You haven't seen empire records, Adam. Cause it's like, you know, the nineties kid in you would, uh, would be all over that. 
Well, it probably won't shock you to hear that I own it. I just okay, haven't yep. seen it uh, with <laughs> a lot of the shit over mm-hmm. there. So, uh, so yeah, that's kind of my my thing. It is, it is, it's over there. I could fire it up tonight if I wanted to. I probably won't, but I could. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think Empire Records gets that 90s nostalgia there. Uh, Melissa, have you seen Jennifer's Body or Empire Records? Are you in the same boat as Adam? No, I've only seen TMNT. I haven't seen the other okay. ones. My gut would say Jennifer's Body is going to make it. Yeah. How, how well did that do when it was in its initial grouping? It was, from what I remember, pretty disappointing. I think we had, okay. I think that's one that, like, my side of the the tracks over here thought it was gonna do well, and this was one of the ones that you just were kind of shaking your head at, and you're like, I, I don't, I don't know about that. Uh, you guys are all hyping it up. I don't think that's gonna happen, and you ended up being being right about that one. But I don't recall like if it had a tough record or whatever it was. But uh, that was kind of an odd first round pick. Uh, I would agree. So I'm thinking Empire Records is gonna be a sneaky is gonna be a sneaky entity in this thing. But you never know with these demographics. So I, I think it, it makes sense to give it a solid two in this one. Uh, okay, Pool C. We have St. Elmo's Fire, Last Action Hero, Deep Blue Sea, and Spy Kids. Now, is Deep Blue Sea, is that an episode of Below Freezing? Uh, it's not. It certainly could be. Uh, oh, okay. But we have, not, we have not covered Deep Blue Sea yet. Uh, it was a, it was a 1001, recommend, 1001 by 1 recommend then, I think. Um, uh, we watched it. Yes. yes. That, does, yeah, that does track. I rem- yep. yeah, I remember yeah. you talking about it. That must be what it was. St. Elmo's Fire, Last Action Hero, Deep Blue Sea, Spy Kids. Where are we at with this one? You know, this is this is interesting because so Spy Kids came out and I felt like I was just a bit too old for it when when it was released. So I don't have that that history with it as like a film that I enjoy. I I love Robert Rodriguez and I know that this was the the critics liked it, but the audience did it pick. I think. Yeah. Um, Yeah, This is the classic one. If you Google, you know, what's the highest, what's the lowest rated audience to credit? This is the one that usually pops up. Yes. Um. I got to tell you, I think I don't think St. Elmo's Fire has the traction outside of the fact that it was a rewatchables episode. I, I got to be honest. I, I I last action hero, Deep Blue Sea Spy Kids. That's going to be I think this is going to be like a lot of like 35 percent, 33 percent, 32 percent kind of thing. Um, mm. I, I think last action hero that, and Deep Blue Sea. That those are the two I think as I well. I think those will go through. But but I could see Spy Kids doing some damage. It's, I don't have the cachet with the movie, so I don't I really don't know. Like, I remember going to see that movie with my little sister, <laughs> who's 10 years younger than me. And, yep. like, they loved it. And I just remember I was just like, meh. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, you know, I mean, that's a huge age difference. And I'm sure I wish I was doing other things at that time. But, yeah, I just don't. Like smoking dope? Yeah. Because <laughs> you know me, then. <laughs> yeah. Tricky yeah. one for me, too, because the only one I've seen is Last Action Hero out of this. So, uh you know, I, I Saint Elmo's Fire feels like a name to me, but I don't know if it's a name that's that's worth anything. So I, I, it, it's a tough call. I would think Last Action Hero should be safe, and maybe I'll go Saint Elmo's Fire just because it's a little different. Three kind of w- roughish pools a little bit to start. Those are, those are this rough. one, so yeah. Uh, Pool D is up next. Uh, all the movies are bad. Let's be honest here. All the movies at some point someone determined them to be bad. There are a couple of uh, gems in the midst, but um, so we go Pool D. We have Billy Madison. Vanilla Sky, Practical Magic, and The Room. So Billy Madison, Vanilla Sky, Practical Magic, and The Room. All right, Melissa, so what do you think out of these these four as they hit you Oh, here? my God. Well, 
hands down, Practical Magic was the one that was said. And I was like, oh, my God. And wasn't it your your brother and Aaron? Yeah, it was my brother, but I'm almost certain it was an Aaron Aaron pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, Absolutely. I love that movie. That's a great pick. Um, That's I want to say that's going through. But uh, (laughs) I do like Vanilla Sky. I've seen that. Cool. <laughs> I don't know. I hope it doesn't go through. I think it will beat out Practical Magic. But God, I, I don't know. Billy Madison in the room. I mean, I've seen all of these. The room just hands down. I mean, if you haven't seen it, you have to see it. I don't know. I don't think we've laughed harder in our lives. But then also, like, <laughs> we felt so many emotions Yeah. as artists watching this movie. Yeah. Uh, this is so, so I, I mean, again, I'm, I'm preaching to, you know, what I know the most. I I think Billy Madison is the clear front runner. And and I think it, it, given, given having, you know, having been a part of these a bunch and seeing kind of what goes through, Billy Madison is going to hold some weight through this. But like, it's funny because I, I also don't, I, I don't think Vanilla Sky has any kind of legs. I think it's just kind of forgotten. The room should go through, but I don't think it's going to. I think Practical Magic actually, I would put that in as the two, personally. Wow, interesting. Well, uh, I think that both Brendan B. and and Chris uh, needed a little love there for this because they got a little beat up on the first section of this uh, of of this episode here, particularly Chris with Vanilla Sky. So I think uh, that that's good to hear that it that it it got the Melissa vote there on that one. So maybe there are some. I've only seen that movie once, but I remember enjoying it. Like I don't. To me, Vanilla Sky is kind of like how I thought. Like. I, I enjoy Vanilla Sky as a watch. You right, know what I mean? like I think Vanilla Sky is going to do dreadful in this tournament. Like, but, I, like I, how I, did right. it get? How did it make it in this tournament? Right, like I think that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah. Billy Madison to me should should cruise here. The room is interesting because it's like everyone knows what it is. Everyone kind of appreciates it with the chuckle, but are they going to vote for it? Like, is it is it like does I it have not. like a? Well, and this is, this is the <laughs> thing about this draft because like. When you do sports or rom-com or horror, you're in a genre. Like, when I hear sub-50, personally, I'm thinking, okay, what is the best of the worst? But, like, right. that's not – I think what people want is the best of the – Of the worst. Best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's tricky because it's not – they don't – people don't want The Room or Fateful Findings or any of the movies that Grant and Joey cover on Worst Picture Cast. They they want something different. So it's it's tricky. It doesn't work in the same way. Yeah, there's a lot of voting for what they've heard of, I think. You know, it, when, you, when you're doing a sports or an animation draft, it's very clear what you're voting for. You know, you see it, or, oh, what's about, but, you know, with this, it's just, it's just a poll. You know, like, oh, here's four <laughs> movies, you know, like they have nothing to do with each other. What, let's just pick one. So, I mean, I think that's where something like the, the, the recognizable names have a little bit of an edge here on it. Yeah, but I agree. Um, yeah, so I, 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 that's going to be a tricky one here. I, 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 think it's billy madison and in the room for me but i I don't know to take your pick who knows who knows (laughs) pooley is up we have wet hot american summer cruising jack and super troopers wet hot american summer cruising jack and super troopers i can't i can't i can't believe you picked cruising We we took a swing, you know. We took a swing over here at the Kieran B. I mean, brand, you know. So did, so did Pacino and Friedkin, and I don't know if they saw the good end of that. So, I mean, hands down, Super Troopers is making it through. 
It has I to. I would think so. Yeah, it, I, I mean, so. we literally watched it the day before. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, we just wanted to put a movie on. And I told Adam to put that movie on, and it's just like, <laughs> it's just amazing. It's just a fun movie. Um, yeah. Don't that shenanigans. <laughs> so that's that's my one. I think that is going to go through this round easily, or at least I hope. Um, yeah. God, the other three. <laughs> so so know. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that probably goes against the grain. I do not like Wet Hot American Summer. I don't think it's. We didn't think it was as yeah, funny I, as I what it, we thought it was talked up because we just saw it what a year ago uh, before we moved. Yeah. Yeah. Uh oh, I can't tell if you agree. No, or agree. no, I'm I've, I'm agreeing with you okay. over oh, here. Oh like, God. I do, I do saw that once. I know. Like, I we're just never welcome back ever again. I <laughs> no, I've been biting my lip. I was just I wasn't gonna rain on anyone's parade, but. Uh, Maybe I bit my lip long enough. I just I watched this and just didn't laugh. I just didn't laugh. Um, so, like I I saw it. I'm like, all right, that's what everybody's been talking about, and that was that. But uh, I I think if this were ten years ago, maybe that movie would would have some juice. I I question. I question. It may listen. It's Joey, and he always wins these damn things. So I I guess you know it's just it's destined to be in the final four. But I I don't know. I I think I think this might be like ten years too late. But um, and this this pool has the number two pick overall and the number three pick overall, and then two third rounders. So you'd think that it should be a slam dunk, wet hot American summer, and Super Troopers. But I don't know. I don't know. Adam, you've seen cruising. I I have seen cruising. Um, I I I've seen all I've seen all of this bracket. Um, cru- like it, cruising. Not only is it. Is it dated and 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 pretty insensitive to be perfectly honest? But also like it's also incoherent. It does not make a lot of sense. Pacino might be the worst detective ever in this movie. It's you haven't seen it, but oh my no, god, it's worth watching. I just watching. love hearing you talk it's, about it's, it. It is. It is quite the artifact. Like that's it's yeah. It's like a, remember what we thought of this world in the seventies? It's like it is crazy. It's a fucking bananas movie. So you think it's uh, going through or not? I think it's going to the top. No, I'm kidding. Uh, is it is it less offensive than Bill Cosby though? Is what we're going for here with in the Jack bracket? Um, here's the thing. I, I don't think Cosby is in Jack enough to ruin it. I got to be honest. I would love to see Jack go through. I, I like Jack too. I I, it was Jack. my pick. Jack was I, my pick in the last one, but uh, of course it was. I picked it the week that Cosby was like released from jail. It's like, oh god damn it, you know, <laughs> like like the next day. It's like, geez. Um, yeah, I, I mean, listen. My idea with cruising was it's just it's so fucking different than everything else that was picked. It's the second to last pick of the draft. You know, I was either gonna do that or pick a Clint Eastwood movie that no one's heard of, and it's like that. that I know I'm losing with that pick. So, no, it's like, hey, maybe it's such a a fun random pick. I I applaud the pick. Yeah, but you're like, but you have no chance of advancing. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, we got, we got a little weird with that one. It probably should be Wet Hot American Summer and Super Troopers, but hey, maybe it'll get a maybe we'll have a little wild card out of that. I I hope it's not Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah, all right. I like this little like kind of faction we formed here against uh, well, Joey's pick. That's a good. That's a good thing. Yeah, I, like I mean, when that was said in the first round, right? Yeah, it was the second pick. That's second right. pick overall. And I, I'm happy that we don't do these on uh, like video, <laughs> like our real reactions when movies are picked. Right. Um, but yeah, we looked at each other and we were just like, "What?" Yeah, definitely was not yeah. on our board. We were really like, yeah, not on mine either. Co- not on mine yeah. either. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. 
which is always great when you're like down a little bit in the draft and someone takes something that's not even on your board. That's like you need oh, give me three or four more of these. Like you right. got a shot here. <laughs> yeah. um, well, that yeah, happened so- this time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, Pool F. Here we go. We'll start off with one of your picks here. Final Destination, Alien 3, I Know What You Did Last Summer, Ugh. and Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Ah, oh, fuck. Fuck. F is for fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this is, um, so, this is so not a fun round. I, I, and I, I, so I'm going to – I think that – I think the Chris bashing that might have happened prior to this portion of the recording uh, kind of makes sense. I I mean, it, a- Alien Three is just a bad movie. It, it real like it it's it's not just like, oh well, you know, it wasn't quite this. Like Alien Three is just not good. Um, and I, I get going Fincher, but I, I think you could have put it up. I think Alien Three could have been in any of those first three brackets, and it would still it would still not pass through yeah. yeah wow so I you mean, like the, out of all the movies you've heard you think that's like the lowest ranked one is what you're saying i just think it it, it like cr- i think i think if if cruising was in the same bracket as alien 3 cruising would have a much better <laughs> shot wow Yee. okay yeah uh well both third round picks kind of at the end there so it does check out a little bit uh, it's just you'd wonder like does alien 3 have any kind of fan base or anything? i don't think someone's just gonna vote for it just because it's fincher uh, and I think I in this bracket, it's in a lot, lot of trouble. Of, I don't think there's a lot of people out there that are like Alien Three. No, <laughs> that's it, my jam. I mean, it's, yeah. I think I think I, I, there because the first two were so good, and even even if you don't like Prometheus or Alien Covenant, they're still they're Ridley Scott movies, and they and they kind of tie the world together. Alien Three, I mean, I, I mean, and people voting might not care, but like it, act, a movie actively disowned by the guy who made it. Well, so yeah, it's tricky. Mm. Yeah. 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 And well, it's we've intri- it's all in- the aliens kind of like, con- like when we, we actually for the alien episode right way back in the day we watched the four. and when we oh, got no, to and, that yeah when we got to that third one we were just like what the fuck happened we almost <laughs> fell asleep yes yeah <laughs> yeah that says something I fall asleep during movies all the time but Adam that doesn't happen yeah mm. that's true so. <laughs> Uh, I think it's in a lot of trouble in this bracket, too, because you have Final Destination, I Know What You Did Last Summer, and Ace Ventura, all very recognizable movies. So now, uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer, that was on our list, and it, it got it, close. It came down, We yeah. like literally right before. I Know What You Did right. Last Summer was was two on our uh, legacy pool, right. and, we, and it, it, it right. almost came back to us, but it didn't, so we went with, we had, we had Final Destination. You're right, you're right. We went That's with Final right. Destination. I think this is Ace Ventura all the way. For, for first and then really I think it's going to be people's horror preference whether it's I know what you did last summer or Final Destination I think it's kind of hard to say well, I think say you broke that down good gonna go first. I, know, I know you are <laughs> <laughs> wow and, and poor Alien 3 doesn't even make the horror preference it gets it gets genre out on top of that damn yeah uh, so I think you broke that down pretty good it becomes the preference there with those two uh, I want to ask you this though Adam and, and Melissa um, Ace it's okay. Ventura you don't have to ask me we, anything. <laughs> we well we well we had this discussion in the first half of this episode does Ace Ventura does that hold up now the way it did maybe 10 15 years ago do people still care about that movie is it still is it still like a a, a classic like it, or has it kind of has it kind of aged out a little bit You know I was well again I'm definitely not <laughs> the biggest movie expert out there but I was more of a a mask 
like that's kind of the movie that stands of his movies. That to me is more of a iconic. That's what I think of. Ace Ventura, that was before The Mask, wasn't it? Well, so that's the thing is this is the year. This is the 94. Oh, that they both come out. He does this and Mask and Dumb and Dumber all in 94. Oh, wow. And I, I thought think... this, I thought, I thought Ace Ventura was well before. Oh, they might have been shot differently, but they were all released in the calendar year of '94. Wow. And 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 like for a nerd like me, not only do I think it's do I think it's a really fun it 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 reminds me a lot of Will Ferrell in Anchorman. It, to me, it was sort of a career defining performance of such a character mm -hmm. that a comedic mm. character brought to life. And like whether or not it holds up comedically is one thing, but like I that year was so defined. I mean, there has not been something like that since. I mean. I, I listened to a podcast recently about um, uh, Dumb and Dumber, and the amount of box office money that Jim Carrey brought in from his three movies—it was—it's insane. And like, I, I think it does. I, I, that's a long-winded yeah. answer. I, I do think it holds up. Personally. Yeah, and I, yeah. I think if it, if it makes it through Twitter, it should be should be golden on Instagram. Uh, I, I think maybe the only thing that's, that's come close since that Jim Carrey run is probably Will Ferrell, right? Maybe like that old school Anchorman. Uh, Talladega Nights. Talladega yeah. Nights. Yeah, Step Brothers. Yeah. yeah, that little run there. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's just they just don't make comedies like they used to. Like, and I don't mean that as like the uh, you know the old man on the porch saying it. Like they literally don't even make them. You know, they're they're not they're not making comedies right now. So yeah. Pool G is up next here. We have your guys pick bedazzled, heavyweights, the Nutty Professor, and Rocky Four. Bedazzled, heavyweights, nutty professor, Rocky Four. I think we have a pretty good shot. Yeah, me too. Bedazzled all the way. I, <laughs> I would love for Bedazzled to just take this home. I don't think it will, but I would love to do that. I could talk about this movie forever. Forever. I feel like that question that you asked about Ace Ventura, I think, is applicable to Nutty Professor. I don't think Eddie Murphy has that kind of cachet. And I just wonder if Nutty Professor is something that people even really actively think about. Heavyweights, yeah. depending on who you are. Like, I I think Ben Stiller's performance in Heavyweights is amazing. I think he is such yeah. a great mustache twirling villain in that. <laughs> um, Absolutely. And then it's, it's, I guess it depends on if the, the Rocky stands are going to come out for, for this one. What a weird, like... Rocky to just be in this yeah. bracket. It almost feel I almost Sub feel like 50, it, baby. it might not get picked because it's just in a weird like how do you compare it with the other movies? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, uh, to the Nutty Professors, I don't think that Nutty Professor in its peak was ever anywhere close to Ace Ventura in its peak. Like I think Ace no. Ventura in its peak was like that was like the lead Halloween costume of the year. You know, it was like it was like a number one time. I don't think people were dressing up as the Nutty Professor for Halloween. There were Maybe a lot. There were. In, there were a lot in Seattle. It was like everybody dressing up like the Nutty I'm Professor. Just kidding. I'm just oh. kidding. <laughs> I was gonna say, oh boy, <laughs> Seattle's uh, no, that's a, got some taste out there. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, gosh, do you think you could find one picture of somebody dressing up as him? As I hope not. I hope not. Professor. Yeah. Um, I don't know that that necessarily should be the barometer in any of this, like, you know. But um, man, I mean, with Rocky Four, in which was my pick, I'm just thinking it's just it just has a separate draw, you know, from the other. You know, the other threes are kind of those '90s comedy type of deals. Rocky Four is its own sort of brand, and people just see it and click it. I haven't seen Bedazzled. I I'm with you on Nutty Professor. I don't know that it has a pull anymore. 
I kind of lean to think it's going to be heavyweights and, and Rocky four, but heavyweights is really leaning on the nostalgia. So if it doesn't click, then, you know, Brendan Fraser Bre- could keep the magic going. He was so big, like Brendan Fraser. Oh, like, this was, this was and the blast Bedazz- from the past, oh my Bedazzle, gosh. George and of like, the Jungle. Yeah. You see him play so many different kinds of characters in Bedazzled. There you is- really see a range and it's, Oh my God. Oh, yeah, it's just, it's, I don't know. I th- I'm hoping. And like peak, peak Elizabeth Hurley. Yes. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, ho- I'm hoping like all the Brendan Fraser fans just kind of go, oh yes, let's bring him back even more. <laughs> they have before. In fact, yeah. they did last year. Uh, they did last year with, yep, with Airheads. I was, so. loved it. We head now to pool H, two pools left here. We have Mission Impossible 2. The Last Jedi, Scream 3, and Robin Hood Men in Tights. Mission Impossible 2, The Last Jedi, Scream 3, and Robin Hood Men in Tights. So so The Last Jedi was the one that was one pick away from us. And we we were surprised it got that far. And we were kind of kind of chomping at the bit. Um, not just because of the franchise factor of it, but like that's a movie that we like. I was not a fan of The Force Awakens. I thought what Ryan Johnson did with The Last Jedi was really cool. Like, I fucking dug the hell out of The Last Jedi. And I was surprised to see that it was under 50 on that audience score, Mm -hmm. uh, which goes to show you just how fucking stupid those Star Wars fans are. Um, (laughs) Whoop! Did I say that? Um, (laughs) uh, But I I do think that The Last Jedi, in in this pool, I think Last Jedi gets through for sure. Oh, and Scream. Scream 3. You think Scream 3? I, I think any Scream could probably get through. Because the Scream fans, I think they're... I don't so think you're wrong. The Brooks fans that, uh, that apparently already knows all the connections with... with uh, oh, that's... <laughs> Hey, I think the Mel, I think the Mel Brooks fans are uh, are still using flip phones, but I'm pretty um, sure yeah. most of them are dead. I don't mean to be mean, <laughs> but I am pretty sure that a lot of them have have ceased to be. It, this is like Mel Brooks, the sixth funniest movie. Like it's, I, I mean, <laughs> I don't think. I, I now it's funny because I, I think the way that you think about Scream, I think about Mission Impossible. I actually think that's the one that I that's the second for me. I think is Mission. Oh Impossible. yeah, I mean, yes, I, love that. Looking at this, even though like Last Jedi was one of our that we hoped to get that, I'm looking at this bracket and I think it's going to be Scream and Mission Impossible too, or Scream what? Three. Excuse me. Really? Yeah, I think. Well, those you think two Last Jedi gets? Uh, are you marking hmm. these down? Because I want to be. I a hundred percent am. Because. We're gonna, we're gonna, there's gonna be some side action I also, during this turn. Hey. Yeah, I also think it's a, it's, it's a recorded yeah. medium, so she can't hide from her words. You know, <laughs> it's the. <laughs> I don't hide from anything. <laughs> oh man, that's see now that would be a good uh, catchphrase for your '90s tag team there, the Freezers. We don't hide from anything. I like that. Oh my there god, it is. there it is, right there. I mean, Pretty this good. is this is we're gonna, gonna happen. We're gonna work on some finishing moves. We'll yeah. come, we'll have a whole bit <laughs> down by the can time I we please? come to New York. <laughs> Have a chair. Oh sure. Yeah, sure. Yes. I've like I don't know why I always. I distract like, the ref. You hit the guy with the chair. Or and I can, do some move off the top turn. Buckle. I was just to say, can I be the person that brings out like the big ladder and then I have time to set it up and nobody takes me out and then yes. I get on the top. Yeah. And still nobody takes me out and then I jump off. Yes. Because I always thought, didn't people do that? Oh yeah, yeah. Good yeah. a moonsault off of the back and just bam right on the. Sorry, we just hijacked the podcast. Though, uh, but, uh, all, all of these things are absolutely in play here. So, yes, hold on, so, I got one literally more. Literally all of them. 
I'm also going to be the one, another move I'm going to, and then I'll stop. Okay, great. I'll pull out a kiddie pool and I'll blow it up and nobody's going to like. Interesting. I'm going to fill it up with water okay. and then throw some piranhas in there. Oh. And then oh. I'll throw the person or you, if you really piss me off, oh, into it. That would be a big heel move for you. And they will call right? me the piranha. Sure, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Uh, there it is. The Piranha Whisperer. L- listen, <laughs> I've watched many years of wrestling, and I have not seen that move yet. So you would be innovating. Uh, you would be hey. innovating a bit. The, the kiddie pool I've never seen utilized. So I have a uh, lot that's, of ideas. Certainly, live Piranha have not been in the mix. So that's you're you're coming up with some breaking some new ground here. I like it. This pool. Now, I I I was expecting a little bit of Mi2 bashing because I think in the live draft, you know, you you did throw out the the worst of the Mission Impossibles. I do not support the common thread that MI2 is the worst Mission Impossible. I am an MI2 supporter. I think that movie is a lot more fun than some of the other ones. Oh, uh, it's it's definitely fun. I mean, I don't... The Mission Impossible movies are not a franchise, to, I think, to be taken too seriously. Um, right. But I, I also... I just think given... I think, personally, I think there's a big drop-off from Scream 2 to Scream 3 than there is from Mission Impossible to Mission Impossible 2. Mm. Absolutely. Eh. I d- I'll, okay. I'll flat out say it now. I think Mission Impossible Two is better than Mission Impossible One. I just I would rather watch well, it. I would rather I watch dis- it any day of the week. I disagree, but I still like it. I still like it. <laughs> uh, I think I think Scream Three is terrible. I uh, think yeah, it's terrible. Well, you guys can just suck it. Yeah, that's I mean but, it's not the best. But what I'm saying is, I think the Scream fans will see that and they'll want to just push it through. To Melissa's point, I think of the three groups. If you can count the Mel Brooks crew, if you want, as the fourth group, the most united of those groups is the Scream fans. The Scream yeah. fans are, are will go brand, brand, brand. They're Where like the, the Swifties, but oh, yeah, the, for just yeah. Scream. Uh, definitely a scaled down version, but yes. Yeah. Uh, and um, uh, you know, the Mel Brooks fans, hey, if they could meet at the local uh, country kitchen buffet and figure out their uh, their cause, then maybe they can. Get going there, you know, after Matt Lockins. But I, I say it's pretty free at 7 a.m. So, yeah. I, think- <laughs> <laughs> I battle with granulars. I do think that a Star Wars movie is going to is going to have a lot of gravitas in this thing, too, whether or not the fans can agree on it or not. But we shall see. Uh, last pool. This is it. And uh, we start with the first pick of the draft. Your guys pick Tommy Boy. Mm-hmm. We have a runner up in one of the previous tournaments, Anaconda. We have one of the more bizarre picks of the draft, Fifty Shades of Grey. And MacGruber. So Tommy Boy, Anaconda, Fifty Shades of Grey, and MacGruber. I Melissa, mean, have you seen have you seen Fifty Shades of Grey? Oh, I sure have. Uh, <laughs> Open forum. I hated this movie. <laughs> hated it. Hated it. I also read the books. I. It's not that I didn't. I, I enjoyed the books, but this movie was awful, and so <laughs> I don't know. If any woman, I feel like, oh, I I don't want to, like, speak just for women, but I'm going to. Uh, (laughs) If any woman votes for this movie, it's kind of like, really? Really? Uh, I'll Mm. I'll meet you by my piranha pool. (laughs) That's what I'm going to (laughs) say. I I see that being number four for me. Like, it's not making it. It's got a, I hope it's Tommy Boy should be be golden here. I think this is as good as a buy. (laughs) I think I think it's I think it's Tommy Boy Anaconda. I mean, and I, I agree. I certainly enjoy MacGruber for what it is. I just I, I think Tommy Boy has a few things working for it. A, I think it's genuinely funny. B, there's the '90s nostalgia factor, and C, there's 
the you know Chris Farley only made a handful of movies, and this is easily his best one. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah and MacGruber, we watched it. We enjoyed it. I, I think it's like right there in the you, middle for me. You definitely did not laugh as much as I did. No. Yeah. That's I did for it. sure. Yeah. But that, I mean, I feel like that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I agree with you, Adam, there. I think it's Tommy Boy and probably Anaconda. I do think there's a world where MacGruber could battle Anaconda in that spot. I don't know how likely it is, but I think there's a world where that could happen. But I, I think do this is a Tommy us? Boy Anaconda oh, win. Gee, holy shit. No, not a... Not, Tommy uh, Boy was for in. No, but he just... Oh, I thought he said those Anaconda. two would battle. That's no. why I was like, are you just saying now Tommy Boy's out? No, for the last <laughs> spot. No, I think Tommy Boy's, okay. Tommy Boy's I, a, is I'm a buy. Yeah. I think that's probably one of the biggest locks out of all of these. Maybe Billy Madison in in its pool too. So that's the uh, that's the first round, and voting will be up on Twitter. You can get out and uh, get your voice heard, especially if we really buried uh, one of your movies here. If you really love the three movies that Chris picked, and you know you listened to two hours of us kind of really ripping on them, then please get out there and vote. So, so now let me ask you guys this: We just talked about all the movies. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Obviously bracket dependent, but give me your final four in this thing. Give me the four okay. movies you think will be in the Adam, in, in the end. Okay, so it, it's hard. I mean, to not let some some like some personal opinions kind of weigh in here, but I could see the final four here being Tommy Boy, Last Jedi, Billy Madison, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ooh. Hmm. Okay. Very nice. Melissa, how about you? Um, I'm going to say, oh God, this is, this is tough. Okay. Ooh, this is really hard. I'm just going to do it. Batman forever. Wow. I, think, I know I'm, I'm picking it. I, I think like what we're saying here. I also think Billy Madison will be one. Uh, Tommy boy. I hope super troopers. Cool. I hope that's All it. Right, I don't think troopers. that that is going to be it, but that's what I'm hoping for. Very nice. Okay. So I, we, yeah. uh, us three, it sounds like agree on Billy Madison and Tommy Boy. And they were my one two. Um, uh, they and were then, my one okay. two on my board right out of the well, gate. Yeah, I had, I I had Tommy Boy one, cards. Billy Madison two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I like it. I like it. Uh, well, I, someone said Batman Forever in the group, so you are you are inconsistent with that. No, no. So in in our oh, from okay. last night. But yes, someone said Batman Forever, and what was the other? And I think someone said Super Trooper. So I don't think yeah. you're that that big of a wild card there. Okay. Uh, I was gonna pick I, Bedazzled, but then I'm like Melissa. <laughs> Why not? You know. Why not? You never know. The people you that know. think like me think that they had a porn app on their phone and deleted Twitter. So they're <laughs> going to miss the first half of this anyways. <laughs> Instagram vote counts too. Yeah. Uh, Adam and Melissa, thanks so much for joining me. Uh, this is uh, our uh, keeping our tradition alive. It's our third year in a row of doing this and it's our fourth tournament we've done. So good stuff. Uh, Below Freezing is where you can hear them. You can also hear Adam on 1001 by 1 with uh, our... Uh, beloved Joey R over here too. Uh, so, guys, good stuff. Good luck out there. You're finally in the in the top slot, so the the expectations are there. The Vegas favorites coming into it, so we'll see if you can pull it off. And the one one has never won, so you if you win this time, you you win too. You break a curse and you win the big prize. So, oh my gosh! Well, we're gunning for it. So, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and then that big prize would be you guys doing the episode with me and whoever you beat in the finals. So, uh, that that. We'll see if it comes to that. We'll see if it comes to that. So it should <laughs> be right. should be fun. All right. But all right, guys. Thanks so much. We will. Uh, I'll see you guys real soon. I'll tell you yes. that. So yeah. Thank all right, you. and everyone, please vote. 
Join us on Twitter. Join us on Instagram. And I uh, can't wait to see how this thing shakes out. <laughs> hey, everyone. Grant here again. And I have a special guest, as always. I'm joined by my daughter, Maddie. And she's going to pick her two favorite from each pool. Say hi, Maddie. Hi. How you doing? Good. You ready to make some picks? Yeah. Okay. Ready for pool A. We have Starsky and Hutch, Big Top Peewee, Batman Forever, and Multiplicity. Well, which ones do you think? Just take a guess. Who do you think is going to win? Which two? Big Top Peewee? Yeah. And what else? Batman. Okay. it's a good pick. Pool B. The Legend of Bagger Vance, Jennifer's Body, Empire Records, or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and we have the one. Well, The Legend of Bagger Vance, Jennifer's Body, or Empire Records. Empire Records. Oh, okay. All right. C is St. Elmo's Fire, Last Action Hero, Deep Blue Sea, or Spy Kids. Deep Blue Sea. Hey, I, I picked that one. You know what the movie's about? What? Sharks. Yeah, I love sharks. <laughs> okay. So we also have St. Elmo's Fire, Last Action Hero, or Spy Kids? Spy Kids. Okay. Pool D. Billy Madison, Vanilla Sky, Practical Magic, or The Room? Practical Magic and The Room. Okay. <laughs> All right, Pool E, Wet Hot, Amer- Wet Hot American Summer, Cruising, Jack, or Super Troopers? Super Troopers. Okay. One Hot American Summer. Okay. Pool F, Final Destination, Alien 3, I Know What You Did Last Summer, or Ace Ventura, Pet Detective? Alien 3, I know what, Alien 3, and I Know What You Did This Summer. Okay. All right. Pool G. Bedazzled. Wait, I didn't go to the bathroom. Okay. (laughs) Okay, we're back. Um, All right, so for Pool G, we have Bedazzled, Heavyweights, The Nutty Professor, or Rocky IV. Rocky IV. Oh, Heavyweights. Heavyweights? Yeah, it almost sounds like Hedwigweights. No, it's heavyweights. There's no owls in this one. Pool H. Mission Impossible 2, Star Wars, The Last Jedi, Scream 3, and Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Scream 3. Okay. Star Wars. Okay. Last one. Pool I. Tommy Boy, Anaconda, Fifty Shades of Grey, or MacGruber? MacGruber is really funny. Okay. Fifty Shades of Grey. Wow. There you have it, folks. We'll see how it goes. Thank you very much, Maddie. You're welcome.